This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by bitching to your boss at work about simple things and your boss ignoring you because that's what bosses are supposed to do. They're not supposed to fix the problems. They're just supposed to allow the problems to keep on going for you. Bitching, it accomplishes nothing. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I am your host, Tab Burton. With me today, all the way from the South America, El Chaco. Hola, mi enchada! Hey, man. Happy Happy New Year to you. It's... uh. Yeah, you guys are like here. in a different decade, right? Like that's how time works between <laughs> hemispheres. Pretty much, yes, yes. I think I think we're like a, a comfortable fifteen years behind <laughs> over here. Like, you know, we just got Uber. <laughs> oh. so, there are three drivers uh, in all of the all of the nation. <laughs> I wish, no, man. Um, how you been, man? Oh, like you're 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 back to work now. You're, you're I am like the, the vacation's over. You're, you're right back into it, right? Yeah. Back into the grindstone. And, uh, I want to follow up. So last, last week I was talking about my issue of, uh, when, when above and beyond is the standard. And I, I talked about these scenic pieces that we hung that we needed to make light up. And, uh, so that was, that was Monday when Buck and I recorded that show on, um, on Wednesday, I arrived to work I at about three in the afternoon to cover the evening's rehearsal. And the ATD is up in a lift and he is putting ghost loads on the uh, dimmers for all of these light boxes. So that a ghost load, basically, if you have an LED that can't dim all the way to zero, you put an incandescent bulb on the same circuit. And now that incandescent bulb will draw all of the excess power and the LED will stay off on the, Bad side of that, though, when you fade the LED up to full, the incandescent also fades to full. So you have to be, like, careful with them that you don't create more problems. So he's up putting in ghost loads, and uh, I'm like, why are you doing this? So, well, my boss told him to do it. The lighting designer told him to do it. And the lighting designer wants them all separate so that um, they can be independently controlled. So he's doing all this work, and I'm like, wow, this is a huge waste of fucking time. So Wednesday night, um, the show happens. Post-show, I kind of watch part of the show. I'm not in there, but I'm in and out. Never once do I see these windows lit up. Not one time during the show. So post-show, I go to the light board, and I start flashing through cues and looking at the channels that the the windows are in, and they're in a single queue at 44%, and it's all of them at once. And I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe uh, they'll add these light, these light boxes the next day. But I'm not there the next day. The next day I have class uh, over in Illinois. So I, I just miss, on, miss out on that whole situation. What a bummer. Friday, I was supposed to work the show for opening night. But for whatever reason, the production manager that works on my side decided to also schedule themselves for the evening shift. So our boss said, well, if you're going to be here to be here for no reason, then we're going to send Tab home so that he has a night off this week. And I was like, cool, thanks. So Friday night comes around. The ATD and I are about to leave. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm about to have some dinner with some friends. 
and some drinks, uh, you know, you know them. Uh, there are also people in theater here in town. If you want to join us, you know, that, that'd be fine. So he joins us and, you know, the four of us have a, have dinner. Then we go to this other place to eat. And I get there and eight o'clock on the dot was when the show opens. My phone starts ringing. It's the production manager. Hey, this is the lighting designer of this show. Uh, how do I turn off those light boxes so that they never turn on again? Literally, as curtain is supposed to be rising to start this show. And fortunately, I'm very, very good at my job. So I knew the exact circuit that they're plugged into and the the console commands to make them turn off forever. And uh, I I hung out the phone and I turned to the ATD and I'm like, guess what that phone call was about? Because we were joking that we were going to get called. We thought we could right. call like 730, 745. Um, and I'm like, right it, was about, it was about those fucking windows. And now those windows are absolutely not being used, which means that every single minute of time you and I spent on making these fucking windows work is time that was just wasted. Man, so is that the, I didn't want to cut you off because like, was that the photo that you sent me with the, like in yes. the group with the, with the kitchen? And then it was like the, the light they had, there was frames. So they didn't want any light coming through those, those frames at the back. Cause that made they were, like complete sense. They were supposed to light up. That was what all the work we did to make them light up was. But this guy didn't want them on. He wanted them off forever. Right. Is that what he said? I guess so. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the thing was that at the beginning of the process, I said, like, I don't want to do this because it's going to be a lot of work and and then they're not going to get used because they suck. Like, I looked at them day one when they showed up in the theater. and I was like, these kind of look like shit. And, uh, and that, sure enough. <laughs> and they were just like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Ah, never mind. Just like, any, and so I'm just going to use this the next time this group shows up with a bunch of stuff that will make light up and be like, well, it sounds like you guys need to hire a master electrician because we don't fucking got one. And I'm not going, I'm not jumping through these fucking hoops again. I'm not wasting my time. Man, that's got to be frustrating. You know what? Like the one thing that I don't envy about what you have to do is working with creatives <laughs> in yeah. general. Just like working with creatives is like I, the, the funny thing about uh, my line of work is that I, I don't know how this happened, but like now when I get brought in to like conference calls with the clients and stuff like that, they call me the creative and I'm not like, like yeah. I'm really not, I'm not great. Like I'm creative enough, but not like, you know, like within my little tiny little box of what I'm doing. But like, I remember when I was like first getting into this business and, uh, <clears throat> I worked for this one guy who had like a very strict dress code for his office. And, but it was like this like double standard dress code. So for example, like the writers, we all had to wear suits, but like the graphic designers, they could wear whatever they wanted. Cause they're Cause the they're creatives. creatives. They're oh. creatives. Like they could do whatever, but now onto these calls I can show up late. I can be wearing a t-shirt. I can do all this other stuff. And they're like, yeah, Joel lives in Paraguay. He's weird. And he's the creative. And it's like, I can get away with all this stuff now. So I guess I've made it. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you know, but, if I could, I would wear a suit all the time. I love wearing a suit. People always compliment me when I wear a suit, but I can't wear a suit. Cause I do things where 
I'll show up to work and it'll be like, Hey, you need to do all this stuff and I'll get it. It'll get dirty. Yeah. Yeah, It would get dirty and sweaty. And like, I like wearing a suit too, just like anybody else. Like, and it's funny cause like, um, I, I have two suits that I brought with me, but like the weather is never okay (laughs) for me to wear it. Like I wear it for like, it's now down to like, they're, they're my East Christmas suits. Like I didn't even wear it for Christmas this year, but like, Cause it's too hot. It's just, it's too yeah. hot. So, Cause it's <laughs> but, summertime there. Yeah. Oh dude. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, but I make fun of me. Cause I was like, I was like literally wearing golf pants and a golf shirt. And he's like, didn't you just come from church? I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. And I wore a golf shirt and I wore a golf pants. Cause that's, that's about what I can wear in this climate <laughs> in the, the, you know, they're made for this, but yeah. um, yeah, man. Uh, anything else that you did? Any, anything else interesting in your uh, in your, no. your off season? Was, uh, well, no, uh, uh, so I did start taking a glass blowing class this week. Uh, yeah, over at the I University saw some of those photos again, and um, it was funny. I showed up to the first day of class, and I'm I'm running late because I had to like leave work and drive 35 minutes and five o'clock traffic to get there. And so I get there and I'm, they're saying my name as I walk through the door and I'm like, oh shit, what did I do? And apparently they were like, our advanced students are this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, and tab. (laughs) And, uh, which is funny because the, the advanced students are people who have, this is their, their second and third semester, uh, the son of one of the two instructors and then me. And it's like, uh, there's a big curve there of experience. Yeah, because like you got what, like not even a year, right? I have I have less than thirty hours of of time in the shop. <laughs> yeah, and you, you can open a shop now. <laughs> well, for uh, my for our end of the woods here, like we had a couple of things that happened over the over the break. Um, <clears throat> the first was um, fireworks. Like we love our fireworks here, right? Like yeah. uh, I've got I've got enough I've got enough space. I've got uh, you know. And they, they sell fireworks at the grocery store. Like you can get, you can get them at the grocery store. But the problem I've had is that like, there's so much variety of them that I'd never know which one to get. And, um, so you I had this, them all. well, see, I had, so like my family, what they'll do from, from Canada is they'll like, cause like just even sending packages, like I, I pay like $21 a kilogram for like, you know, air packages to get lifted in. So so like my family will do a lot of the whole, like, you know, they'll be like, uh, we'll, we'll just send you money and you get it for everybody. So, so like my, my Christmas shopping is now like quadruple the size of normal. Cause I got to go buy, not just from us, but from everybody in the family and stuff. And so one of the things that I did was I, I hit up my sister and I was like, um, I was like, uh, Hey, you know, I got, I got some stuff for the kids for me. She gave, you know, she gave it good chunk of change. And I was like, how about I, I use the remainder on like fireworks and then we'll like, we'll video, we'll video in with you when we're doing, um, when we're doing the fireworks and you can like video and like see the reaction of the kids and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So like I went to the grocery store and they had all like this big, huge rack of all the different fireworks. And I came upon this one gigantic box and it, it was, and it just said on it like the big show. And I was like, <laughs> all right, 
all right, here we go. And it was like, it was like 600,000 guaranees. It was like just under a hundred bucks. But I was like, I was like, all right, let's, the US dollars, not, not Canadian pesos. And I was like, all right, this one will be the one. Like, like we, you know, let's, let's get, let's get this big, huge thing and get like, let's see what this thing does. Now there's like different types of, <clears throat> there's different types of fireworks as I'm learning. And like, there's ones we like, and there's ones that suck. And the ones that suck are like everything I don't like about fireworks. Um, like when they're too loud and it's just, it's just like, all it is is like the, especially when it's like near my house and it just like reverbs off of the, 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 the side of my house and makes it even worse. But these guys like didn't have any colors. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't have any colors. It was just a bunch of booms, like just everywhere. And it was like over with in like less than a minute, like 45 seconds. And I was like, that was the big show. And I, but I had to like, <laughs> pl- I had to like play it up because like my sister bought it and we got the video on the thing. I was like, and I was like, I was like dying inside. I was like, I thought I bought the best one, but it turns out I just bought the most expensive one. <laughs> and we, and so we learned there's like other ones and I can like build my own package now. Cause like, cause that was Christmas. I did it up right for new year's. So for Wait, New Year's, you're setting off you're setting off fireworks for Christmas. Yes, I thought this was all New Year's. I did both. <laughs> uh, I did both. We I'm gonna we adopt do, that as my new tradition. There you go. Well, so we do we do fireworks for Christmas. We do fireworks for everybody in the house's birthday, and uh, we do we do them for New Year's. We'll do them for Easter, like anything big, <laughs> anything big in our house. I need no extra excuses for, for, for fireworks, but it's funny. Cause I, I just went, we went to Asuncion to the, to the capital for, for mass yesterday. And I get there and I'm talking with this uh, Swiss guy that goes to our church and, and um, I'm like, yeah, did you guys shoot off any fireworks? And he's like, no, we did not fire, get the, do the fireworks. Uh, uh, Cause I could not get the permits. And I'm like, permit <laughs> what are you talking about permit <laughs> he's like yes it's illegal to fire off the fireworks in paraguay when it's not when it's not new year's only on new year's and i was like oh well i don't care about that i'm just gonna keep firing them <laughs> off <laughs> it's like like i'm friends with the cops here they like just like pop in and do the whole like you know thing like just check in make sure we're doing okay and all that kind of stuff but uh, the other thing that I did over my break, and it was a bit of a break because like my, my main clients kind of left me alone a bit. I, I still did work for them, but like I was telling you before the show, I got really proficient at using the open AI chat GPT platform, the AI writing thing online. It scares me because that thing's totally going to obliterate my job someday. But like, I figure I got to get out ahead of it. I got to get like really good at it. But I've also gotten really good at arguing with it. <laughs> like yeah, I argue with it all the me. time. And so like, and I'll <clears throat> lie to it all the time. Um, like, for example, like I, I had so much fun. I, I don't know. I made myself laugh with this, but I, I, I you know, my wife was kind of smirking at me afterwards, but um, I told it that I needed its help in, uh, I, I, I told it, I secured the rights to the live action film, the live action film rights for the Jetsons, right? Okay. I, I, I told it, I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm putting together the live action film rights. I, I got the film rights for the Jetsons, but I have, 
as part of the like contract we signed to secure these rights, I have to be 100% like, uh, like I have to do it a hundred percent in Canon and like, and like I can't deviate from the, the original content. Like I, I can't, I can't make up new characters. I can't do any of those, any of those things. I, I have to be totally faithful to the source material. So it's like, it's like, yeah, that's fine. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, so let's start casting. <laughs> right. And then like, okay. as soon, as soon as it like re- recommends like a, on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Hey, Hey, Chad GBT. Like I have to stay true to the source material. I don't think there are any black characters in the Jetsons. <laughs> right. And then like, and then it's like, it's true that it's not, there are no people of color in the Jetsons. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, and what year is it set in? And it's like 2062. I'm like, and like, are there like episodes where like crime is a problem or <laughs> it's like, no, not really. There's not any episodes where crime is a big, pro- there's a couple of thieves that try to get into space. Lee sprockets. I'm like, okay, oh, that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Chat GPT. Um, so let's go back to the, to the, to the source material here. We're going to, we're going to cast for this movie. And, um, uh, and I was like, but like, I'm, I'm a little curious. Uh, so the orbit city where the Jetsons take place, are you telling me there's no, it's only white people in, in orbit city. <laughs> and it's like, yes, there there's all the characters of the Jetsons are all, all white. And I was like, and I was like, Oh, is, is that why it's so peaceful and futuristic and technologically advanced? And it's, and it's like, it is not appropriate to talk about like, no, it is not like, it gets like real angry real quick. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, and I was like, so, so chat GPT, let's talk about Wakanda. <laughs> is, is is Wakanda depicted as being an all black nation? And it's like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fictional fictional country. Uh, and I'm like, is it technologically advanced? And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's technologically advanced. And I was like, all right, okay. So, but like, what you're trying to tell me then is, is like, it's super inappropriate to depict a culture that's monoracial as being technologically advanced. Uh, and I can't address that in my Jetsons movie. So, so would you say that it's offensive what Marvel did with Wakanda? With Wakanda? Like, well, no, 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 it's not. I'm like, but, but Wakanda is technologically advanced. And it, it, it's almost like the director is trying to imply that it's white people holding back this African nations that, that and so if only you had a, a, a whole country that was all black, maybe then you would have these technologically advanced civilizations. So, so really in a way this, I'm just writing a white version of Wakanda for this Jetsons movie. And it did not, it did not like like this, uh, not at all, (laughs) but um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try throwing all types of stuff at it uh, just to see what it says. You know, I'll I'll test, I'll test some of the official narratives on things and stuff like that. And I'm actually going to bring that into my, uh, to my issue. So maybe would this be a good segue into the issues? Yeah, sure. Here's what I don't get. Conspiracy haters. Um, So what I mean by that is, is like people who have been 
programmed or, or, or automatically react to anything that falls outside of the norm with anger and derision and just like shutting it down because it's quote unquote, a conspiracy theory. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've kind of encountered this from time to time. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just the last two years of three years of existence has basically been like that. Yeah. And like, there are people that will think that they like, uh, they will just shut you down right away. And, and, and that it's somehow like that it's acceptable. So I had a friend of mine, uh, well, actually an ex friend of my wife's, uh, who, who, you know, like when we were not going to take the jab, she made this like comment about like, well, you know, I really like 5g. It's really makes my phone really fast. And it was like, and I was like, why would she say that after that? And we realized like, Oh, She's making a dig because she thinks that all people who don't want to get the jab are also thinking also that it's tied into like five G. Uh, this and is th- this is more than that. I noticed that a lot where you'll make an argument about something and you'll like basically shut someone down, and then their comeback will be like, "Herder, and I bet the Earth is flat too, you moron!" Because every single one, you have to believe all of them. You can't like selectively believe this one thing and not all of the other things that I also hate. Well, and, and like, again, that's like, it's, it's a bit of a straw man. It's a, it's a ball, a bit of a false, uh, you know, like a false connection that, that kind of brings those together. And like, there's even people in the conspiracy theory culture that will like crap on other conspiracy things. Cause they're like, that just, you know, debunks like that, that that's, that's being thrown in. That's, that's COINTEL pro that's, that's thrown in to, 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 to distract everybody. And it's like, look, like the way I look at it with any new conspiracy theory that comes my way is I'll come at it with an open mind. If it sounds retarded, I'll just, I'll just like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, I don't subscribe to that. <laughs> it's this is yeah. not my thing. It's not, I, you know, I can understand at this stage of the game, why so many people don't like, don't trust anything anymore. Like, yeah. like, like I don't trust anything anymore at this stage. Cause like in Canada, they, we watched it in the course of a year where it was like, you know, people are bringing up digital vaccine passports and that's just a conspiracy theory. And it fucking happened like, yeah. like two months later. And like, it's like, it's not even like, you're not even trying anymore. You're not, you're not even trying. Uh, there's so many of them that have come true. And it's like, it's, it's, it's tiresome now because like at, at a certain point you're like, there's that joke of like, you know, it's not a conspiracy. It's a spoiler alert, right? Like it's yeah. a spoiler warning. Now to be fair, like there's a lot of batshit crazy conspiracy theories out there that you don't have to go down. And, and like, what I also find really interesting is how there's like acceptable conspiracy theories and unacceptable conspiracy mm-hmm. conspiracy theories like Russiagate was completely acceptable, was in the mainstream for quite a long time and it was retarded. It was dumb. It was, it was, it was a really divisive thing that kind of like threw everybody off. But at the same time is like, you know, like, well, if you had a little nugget of something to work off of, then sure but they didn't. There was nothing, there was nothing there. Yeah. It was made from whole cloth. 
it was completely fabricated and yeah. and criminal. And the 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 thing that I I find like the the one thing I want I really want to hang back onto though is like people who get super mad about defending like against a conspiracy theory. So like I joked to you about this before and and it's funny because you brought up about the flat earth thing. Like I'm not saying I believe in flat earth, but I find it hilarious to learn as much as possible about it and piss off my NASA loving friends. Like I will just like go down and like, and just throw it out there. Cause like I'm, I'm toying with them at this point because like, it's like, dude, like, why are you, what, like what, there's this thing. I, I, I think it's cognitive dissonance uh, that where people like can't hold like they, Two they, opposing they, thoughts yeah. in their head. Yeah. And they get like really, really, really upset. And like, I get it. Like as everybody who watches this show in the last year knows I'm a religious fella and I have my faith and I, and I lock onto my thing. But if somebody like, and, and trust me, there's a lot of people that crap all over Catholicism and, and I, and I get it all the time. It doesn't like make me angry that you don't believe what I believe. Like it doesn't make me angry, but it's weird. Cause there's people that will defend NASA to the point where like you like this, it's this golden uh, bull that you can't like this idol, this, that you can't critique. You can't, can't make any comments about. So like, I mean, cause like, for example, I have this friend of mine who, again, like he'll, he'll hit me up all the time. And I, I just love toying with him cause he loves NASA. And I, I just think of NASA as like f- fine. It's not my country. Like it's not my, it's not my tax dollars. Right. So it's not, it's not like, it's not my, I don't have any skin in the game. But yeah. I love toying with them because I love toying about like the 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 live broadcast of the lunar landing uh, and 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 so I was using OpenAI uh, ChatGPT to ask it certain questions about that you know like like hmm you know like how far away was is the moon and how far away was the lunar so the lunar lander and then there was the lunar orbiter and the lunar orbiter was sending a signal how long of a distance across space to a network of satellite dishes that were orbiting around it's not satellite dishes satellites that were already orbiting around this, the 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 um uh the, the, the earth. earth and and was broadcasting this live and i'm like okay but like it was a two-way live conversation across this <laughs> massive distance. And at the time, what was the largest broadcast tower that was, it was actually owned by the BBC and like, how far could it go? And like, you know, I was toying with, I, these are good questions. I like these questions. I'm not saying like, you know, definitively like, you know, like the Freemasons, like, you know, put a hologram on them, you know, like none of that yeah. kind of stuff. But like, what I don't understand from conspiracy haters is like, don't you find this kind of stuff like at least marginally interesting? Like, you know, like I, I watched a a comedian who, who went off on this long diatribe about like how dinosaurs are fake and gay. And I was, (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm listening. (laughs) Like, like go ahead and tell me all about this. this, Tell me about the dinosaurs being fake and gay. Cause I've gone to the, Royal Terrell Museum. Tell me, tell me about fake dinosaurs. And I'll listen to the thing and I'll, ter- I'll take it back to my wife and I'll be like, you know, I'm not saying dinosaurs are fake and gay, but this guy 
this guy made a really good presentation. I think it's funny. I think it's, I think it's entertaining because yeah. it doesn't like, affect me. I like that with flat, the flat earth stuff because I love listening to someone debate a flat earther because flat earthers have, they always have the answer to what you say. Oh, and like, yeah. And it's, and, the, and it's, <laughs> and it's always like the most crazy shit you can hear at no point. Am I just like, Oh, I'm just so mad that cause I live on a ball. We live on a ball. <laughs> like they call us ballers and stuff. The other funny thing is listening to two flat earthers debate. Cause one will be like, we're the big disc. We're the discs theory people. And we're yeah. like the sky dome theory people. And like two totally opposing things. It's awesome though. Like it's it's like it's good fiction. It's good writing. The way yeah. I look at it is it's good writing because it's like they've got their own little lore, right? They've got their lore and they adhere to it. And like I'm totally with you in that I love hearing them debate each other. I love hearing them cut each other down. I love hearing them call each other shills. I love all of that. That is entertaining to me that is like a million times better than everything netflix is sending our way these days to me that's like it's great i love seeing like a, a guy go debunk this ballers <laughs> and then like and then, like going back and then the other people going back back and forth like, i love it it's so great i love hearing about antarctica i love hearing about uh, yeah, the dome, that, dude. That I love. I love that Where, stuff. Like the sky's a projection on the dome, oh, the trick person thinking that it's space so is real. Great, it's so great because it's the thing so is, is that, detailed, right? Yes, and they and they always have that answer. And um, the people that like take it personally, they're that we live on a globe. On a globe, like what what does it affect you? This retard thinks we live on a disc. Let him <laughs> let him fucking think that. Why yes. are you wasting your time? Well, and like what I also, but, but one of my favorite things about pretty that because they have an explanation for everything, I have to say one of my favorite things about like loose conspiracy theories and by loose, I mean like, like they always find a weasel out. There's always some little tiny bit of plausible deniability that they can latch onto. Mm -hmm. And that, that is my favorite thing ever. That is my favorite thing ever because I love like that. Well, you know, because then I take that one little doubt thing that like I don't actually subscribe to, but then I act like I've got that like a hundred percent down pat and just like act like a total <laughs> dick about it to my friends about it just to see like if they've got it in their heads that they can defend it. Because again, going back to the Catholicism thing, I when I was growing up, used to get all these, like, you know, I had Protestant friends, I had atheist friends and I had like, you know, people who would like challenge the major tenets of Catholicism and they'd get me with all these gotchas and I never knew how to like answer them. Right. Cause like I didn't have very good catechesis. I didn't, I didn't mm -hmm. know my faith. It was just like something my mom dragged me to. But like, the thing is, is that I, I, I now know how to defend it. I now know how to defend it a lot, like a lot better than I ever did before. AR-15. What's that? Sorry. AR-15. <laughs> Pretty Smell much. Those fuckers down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's called apologetics. And so like what I really get a, a kick out of is conspiracy apologetics. So for example, like my friend who, who, you know, cause like my favorite thing. And like, I, I told you about this before, but like, cause like, I just love when something is like, openly dismissed as like fake and gay. And it's like, a, it's like a, a flip to all of the like 
dismissal of everything as a conspiracy theory. It's like giving a taste of their own medicine. So for example, like, like my, my friend who loved, like my friend loves NASA and he loves taking it like, and it's beautiful. He takes his daughters out. They go out on like a, a cloudless night. They go way out of the city. They, they bring their telescopes. They do, they do all this kind of stuff. And like, and like, he'll be telling me about all this stuff. And I'll be like, yeah, well, the International Space Station is fake and gay. And it's just a green screen. And like, like, it's just like, just to see what he says. He's like, I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> like, I, I've seen it with my own. I'm like, you saw a hologram. <laughs> like, I, like, I have also seen the, only- the International Space Station with my own eyes. Well, and that's the thing I was joking with my, to my friend. I was like, oh, really? Let's let's bring up OpenAI chat GPT. <laughs> and so and you, make that you work ask, for you. Yeah. You, I'm like, all right, let's, let's ask the chat GPT what he has to say. I'm like, ah, how, how big is the uh, how big is the International Space Station? It's like, well, it's uh, it's it's 109 meters by 109 meters. All right. All right. Now, if you took a 109 meter by 109 meter object and you stuck it how far away is the is the ISS supposed to be and they're like oh it's like um it's like 280 miles away from from the, off the surface okay it's like 280 miles away so if i stick some an object 280 miles away that's 109 meters by 109 meters how fast is the ISS going again? And it's like, oh, it's like, it's going like wicked fast. It's going, it circles the earth every 90 minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. So I take that like speed and then I ask the, the, the chat GPT. I'm like, if I was standing on the earth's surface and I was looking up at the sky on a cloudless night and like, I've got no like light pollution or anything like that. If it like, if this thing is zipping by, and like I'm like, oh, it's got like solar panels on it, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's got so it's got solar. Now, now, how much reflection of the sun's light is coming off of these solar panels? Oh, it reflects about eighty percent. All right, so then I take away all. I start a whole new chat, and I ask it all the things without it mentioning the ISS. And I'm like, so it's moving at that speed. And it's moving that far away from me and it's that big in the sky. Would I be able to see it? And it's like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, and then I'm like, and then like, I use that as proof to my friend, to my friend, just to see what he has to say about it. He's like, but I saw it, but I saw it. Well, chat GPT said that you, 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 you couldn't see it. So, I mean, you know, AI, it's smarter than us. So I guess you didn't see it, <laughs> but uh, anyways, no. Um, Atmospheric uh, lensing. Cause you don't, you don't see it. Uh, like up in the sky, you see it right above the horizon line, and it does. It like whooshes by, and right. it's it, it's almost like you you kind of catch that residual image in your head, and then you mm-hmm. can put together what it was. But yeah, what, what, it, I've never seen it. I've never seen it myself because uh, I don't I, fucking I, care. Um, yeah, I took like, an astronomy class, and they took us out to. Uh, like for class, we had to go out to this like middle of fuck nowhere. And like they're like, look at these stars, look at these stars. And we're like, all right, everybody, ISS is going to make a, a transmittal or whatever the fucking word was across the sky. It's going to be right over, you know, this direction. It's going to be in like five minutes. And so we're all just standing there like, and then this thing whooshes by and you're like, I did. It was, it was more square than it was round. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So that's what makes it slightly different than the, than the, than the normal stuff in the sky. Like I've never just, 
the only reason I haven't seen any of this stuff is because like, I don't know. I'm you haven't gone out to look for it. Cause yeah, I could, I, I could, I've, I've, you probably have got, a pretty good star viewing. I got wonderful star viewing. I got like little to no night, like light pollution. Um, you know, and like going back to the flat earth people, it's like, uh, I got different stars, dude. <laughs> like I'm like, I got totally different stars down here. No, um, you're just looking at a different section of the, of the, of the projection screen. Well, and that's the thing too, is like, uh, from a, so for like, when it comes to like Catholic apologetics, like I, I, if anybody like even comes close to like st- making me stumble a bit, like, I'm like, I'll just say like, I don't have the answer right now. I'll come back to you when I look into it. And there's always an answer. But like when it came to like the ISS, this is why like I did the chat GPT thing to fuck with my friend because the flat earthers don't have a very good, like they just say it's a hologram. I'm like, dude, a hologram over Paraguay? Like I've got people here that have seen this thing. Like, like I don't think that's a good use of resources if you're shooting a hologram over. And so it never works. Like that's usually where I'm like, you get to that point with somebody and then I go, okay, I'm fucking. <laughs> like, I'll yeah. admit it, but um, well. So uh, the other I, to, on on the conspiracy haters, like the people that hate the conspiracies, yeah, yeah. what um, e- either a conspiracy is so ludicrous that in the process of me like trying to debunk it either personally or in a conversation, it help. It, I either have to learn more about the thing that I believe in order to prove that you're retarded, <laughs> or. I have to accept that there are holes in what I believe and that maybe the CIA did kill John F. Kennedy. I don't know, but I, but I never, when someone, when someone like brings up something, (laughs) yeah, no, when someone, when someone brings up something like that, I'm, my reaction is not to be like, Oh, you, I hate you. You son of a bitch. You're trying to destroy like my truth and reality. Like you're going to kill America. You know, Thomas Jefferson said, uh, he has that quote that's um, question with boldness, even the very existence of God for if there is a God, he should surely uh, prefer a questioning belief than blind faith or something along those lines. And like, I would rather, I would rather ask the question a hundred times and be proven wrong a hundred times than to just be like, Nope, this is the way the world is. I just accept the simulation for what I'm being told. Well, and, and like I'm looking at the comments here, and I'm I'm seeing like some people are bringing up about like NPCs and stuff, and it's like, and actually one of our guys' names, you know, one of the uh, commenters here is named uh, Critical Thinking. That's the problem. Like we are living amongst a bunch of people, completely incapable of critical thinking. Right? Do you like, remember? It, go ahead. There was a study a few years ago. I think Tim and I might have talked about this on the show. But there's actually, there are two studies. The one is, it was like, if I describe to you an apple, yes. can you picture I, in your head an apple? Mm-hmm. And there are people that are just like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. And then the other one that was about the same time or a year later or so was people Cuban that don't have monologue. an internal voice. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was, and both of those studies where it was like, people can't picture the apple in their head. I'm like, excuse me, what? Yeah. Like, I, I, but this is the thing people I know and love can't do it. And, and, and like, and that's the weird thing. Like for me, like the apple, I can pick the color. I can throw a leaf on it. I can spin it around. I can look underneath it. I can like, I, if all, if I need to, it's there. Right. Like, yeah. and I like, I'll say to the same people, I'm like, cause I used to say this whole thing of like, you know, 
when you, your brain gets locked on something and you can't seem to like not think of it, it's like the whole thing of like, you know, don't think of a green elephant and then poof, there's a green elephant in your head and you can't get it out of your head for, for a little while. Right. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work with everybody. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of scary. And like, we're seeing that more and more and more and more. And like the NPC meme is real. It's it real. Is. And like, like there's that thing where you see it where it's like they get a new programming chip put in and like all of a sudden, like the pride flag turns into a Ukraine flag and like all the, like, you know, like. I, I talked funny. about this. I don't know if it was on the show or if just been in person, but I want to go back and chart the literally Hitler's, you know, like right now, Kanye is his literally Hitler before yeah. him. It was, it was uh Joe Rogan was literally Hitler for a while. <laughs> Donald Trump was literally Hitler in the last, you know, the, the election before that Mitt Romney was Hitler. George Bush was Hitler. Like there's always this Hitler that exists in as a bogey boogeyman for us to, you know, we have to, fight against we have to resist we have to resist you know we're freedom fighters against hitler and uh, and it's funny that because george w bush is a great example of this during trump's presidency suddenly george w bush was like this beloved like america's grandpa <laughs> they're like yeah look at him he's painting scenic things he's such a sweet guy and it's like when I was in his guts, when I was in middle school and high school, like I yeah. was told that I was literally the devil because I didn't think George W. Bush was a bad guy. And now, <laughs> now I've come all the way around to thinking like, fuck George yeah, W. Sucks. Bush and all you people are loving him. Like what the hell is happening? But uh, they don't remember. They don't remember like 10 years ago when that was a thing. They, they don't they, remember they, six months ago. That's the, that's I, the scary I, thing. I think it's remember. even less. I think it's like like it the meme. Like we're of talking the tapes, like a week ago. Yeah, know, the, like, the the tapes going in and out is so perfect because we do we just like the next outrage du jour. We're on to that next thing. There was um the 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 best example of this would have been on Stephen Colbert, and I I forget might have Colbert, been like tw- please Colbert. <laughs> in like I it might have been twenty eighteen, but like. When Trump fired, um, what's his face? The uh, Comey, right? So Trump fired Comey. Oh, was he the and CIA like, guy? No, he's the FBI. FBI, and like, yeah. And so same like, thing. basically. Um, Walmart, Target, basically the same thing. <laughs> Go or Walmart, Sam's Club, I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, but the thing is, is like he, so he, he, Trump fired Comey. And like prior to that, like Comey was like hated by the left because they blamed him for Hillary losing because he reopened the investigation at the like last minute or something on her. Like, you know, like there was something to do with that. So like you can look it up on YouTube, but like when Colbert Colbert brings up that Trump fired James Comey, the crowd applauded and like hooted and hollow. They were happy because their <laughs> because programming they, they was still yet. in place from like Hillary, like he caused Hillary to lose and Colbert, like, like on a dime, like corrects them, scolds them and turns them around. It's the most fascinating thing you'll see because they Send just out the crew to put in the new tapes. Exactly. <laughs> but like it, it goes back to it. And again, <clears throat> Don't want to get our show canceled, but here we go. 
Truth should not need cancel culture to defend itself. Okay? Truth should not need cancel culture or the law to defend itself. So that might be in the case of, for example, like in Canada right now, they're going to change the law. They're working, they're ramming through this new internet law, which basically will make it so that like you will get shut down if you are caught putting out quote unquote misinformation, right? We've already had this for a while. And the thing is, is that there are certain historical events that if anybody brings them up and does it in the wrong way, they will go to prison if they're in the wrong country. And so the thing is, is that like, and I'm not, I'm not stating where I am on that. I'm just saying the truth should not require a law to defend itself. If you need to defend something, you should be able to do so. And you shouldn't have to it makes somebody illegal, throw them in prison or do anything to them based on wrong think because they don't agree with you. It's called debate. Have a debate. Make your point. If you don't have the point strong enough, go study your fucking homework and come back and win the debate again. Because the thing is, is that if you are so uppity and you can't handle somebody talking about something the wrong way, like YouTube had this World Economic Forum video literally titled the new world order and it youtube puts underneath it a the new world order is a conspiracy theory warning on it when it was literally the title of the fucking talk it's same thing the same thing happened with um oh what was it it was it was um like the 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 great reset Right. So, you know, if you talk about the Great Reset, that's a quote unquote conspiracy theory. Justin Trudeau said that. Klaus Schwab wrote a fucking book. You know what it's called? The The Great Great Reset. Reset. Yeah. (laughs) They put out a video and it's like, so what, like, what I don't understand. When I said that Tom Hanks was a bad man, people (laughs) said that was a conspiracy theory. It turns out he's a pedophile. So, (laughs) allegedly. Uh, but like that, that's the thing, right? Like, it's like, I can't even think of like, there are conspiracy theories that I like roll my eyes at like, okay. Oh, here's one. Okay. Going back to the, um, to the jab. I don't like Stu Peters. I had never heard of Stu Peters up until like 2020 after the election. And he was tied in with like the Q guys, right? The QAnon people. And like, you know, it's like, okay, well, believe what you're going to do. Just don't do anything stupid. But then this guy, like he puts out these documentaries and then like, there's always like some like gotcha fatal error in them. Right. So for example, he like, um, they were putting all this video about like something about venom. Like they were trying to make a claim that like there was like snake venom in the like jab and then they were putting it in, no, that they were putting it in like the water supply or something like that. And I'm like, that was one of those ones where I was like, I turned and I watched it to my wife and I was like, yeah, uh, that, this one, this, I'm not biting. <laughs> this, that, that seems like implausible. It seems kind of dumb. Like around the world, the same time, all water supplies taken care of, like under the same thing. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But this guy I, pumped it out there. And I, then, I, and then go ahead. I want to say that, I think snake venom is uh, in a bunch of vaccines. Like I seem to remember seeing like a info listicle thing that but was. They were like trying to this. say that it's in the water yeah. supply, uh, and wh- but that's where I was like, nah, nah. 
not really. But if it's in the, uh, I mean, but it didn't make me angry. They're putting they're putting chemicals in the water that are making the freaking frogs gay, and it turns out that's, that's kind of true. So true. it's just like that's the problem with cons- with like hating on the conspiracy theories is like it seems it's really starting to seem like given enough time, you look like a retard for not buying it, which is why. I never own that. No, that's true. Never, that's true. They never own that. There's never that moment of like, so flash up that, on the screen, flash up on the screen. The, the meme I showed you earlier today, this one, it's been gone around a lot, but like it's a, a, for anybody who's just listening, it's like, it's like a fake news. Well, no, it's, it's actually a news, <clears throat> a news article, BBC trending. It says, uh, how should you talk to friends and relatives who believe conspiracy theories? And then like, there's a little Im- image underneath and it's like a guy consoling his friend and says, Hey bro, you were right about everything. I'm sorry. The thing is, is that <laughs> that That's rarely happens. Happened. No, yeah. but it does. It happens a little bit. I have people that come to me, uh, you know, like friends who were friends of our other friends who like disowned us for like you know, having wrong thing. Yeah, again, like, we're the, we're, we're the crazy family that moved to Paraguay. So like, I mean, I'm not exactly, you know, talking on stable ground here, but like, um, we were right. Well, what's, what's, was, that, what's that banner that you have on uh discord or Facebook? Oh, oh, it was on Facebook. Yeah. It's, it was like, <laughs> Chaco was right. Chaco was right about everything. <laughs> that was from discord, <laughs> but it's great. But the thing is, is like, I, 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 I have the humility to admit when I'm wrong about things. And, and like, to be fair, like when we talk about, so we have guys in the, in the comment section here talking a little bit about like, you know, the flat earth stuff and stuff like that. Like I, so I, uh, when the show first started, I, I was um, agnostic. Right. And my agnosticism came from um, a little, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm the most humble person ever. No, it comes from a humility of not knowing, right? Mm -hmm. I love to admit when I don't know something. So when it came to, like, I always thought atheism was cringe because it's like a definitive statement, right? It's like a definitive, like, you know, and everybody else is stupid. And like 2000 years later, uh, everybody else is stupid, but you came along and you're the smarty pants that figured it all out. Like, that's the thing where I, like, I'm always like rolling my eyes out. But when it comes to like, you know, like when the flat earth guys make a little statement, I'll like, I'll, I'll joke and I'll be like, you know, like maybe I'm not flat earth, but I'm surely, you know, geocentric <laughs> like, 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 I, like that kind of thing. Like I'll, I'll make my definitive you know stance. Like, no, the, the earth doesn't spin. Um, but like the, the, the thing is, is that what I don't understand, <clears throat> what I really don't understand is the, the, the fact that people don't have any hubris with this stuff. Like, so when you're wrong, be wrong. And like, when you're, when you're wrong, admit you're wrong. It's, it feels good. It feels really yeah. good when you're like, yeah, I was wrong. I, I, I fucked up. That was, that was, that wasn't right. But there's a lot of people on this planet who can't see apples in their head and they can't see when they're wrong to admit that they were wrong. And like in Canada, I, I called it with precision to the month, to the month of when they were going to block the us unvaccinated, you know, unclean, uh, you know, the, the lowest class, you know, like the, the of, of the group uh, from going into the, to the, um, into the uh, restaurants and going into like hotels and going into like concerts and going into hockey games and, and all that kind of stuff. I called it to the month. 
But I didn't call that the prime minister was going to sound like literally Hitler and talk about those people <laughs> needing to be segregated away and stuff like that about the, the unvaccinated. I didn't call that, that, that just happened on its own. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, and now it turns out that all of those like unwarranted fears that the vaccine hesitant might be a little bit warranted. You know, the CDC is investigating Pfizer for causing strokes, uh, well, you know, we, now the cardi- cardiologists are now talking about that potentially these things are causing problems. And like, uh, there's, there's a meme that's going around. It's like, remember when, when we regained power, these people wanted you, they wanted you homeless. They wanted you, your wealth taken away and they wanted you dead because you didn't buy the narrative. And like, I, I can't, I, I don't want to like march. I, I don't want to march around and just be like, look at it, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> to everyone that like treated me like I was a retard, but um, you know, at the same time, like I don't really want to live in a society with them. I would really love to just it's be hard. like, let's go live. So, like, I'm gonna just go fuck off to Montana where we don't believe in your bullshit anymore. We're in the, the Democratic Republic of Montana. <laughs> Hello, I'm down here in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, because like, but, yeah, because whatever cause, reason, I, I, I'm drawn to liberalism. Like, I don't want to be a liberal. I just want to be enmeshed in liberalism. That's why I work in theater. So I want to move to yes. Norway. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Well, it's, it's funny because, like, going back to Orbit City, <laughs> going back to Orbit City, everybody has to at least kind of get along and, like, understand, like, uh, at least some common, some common thinking, right? And so, like, here I am down in Paraguay, and it's like, well, what are you, what are you doing in Paraguay? I'm like, well, it's like, it's like 90 six percent catholic right like it's it's like it's like i have that in common with them i have that in common with them i have a lot not in common with them like so much not in common with them but at the core bit of it it's like well like to a degree if we're at least like you know going by their grandmother's morality like we agree that like this is wrong and this is right whether you like act on that or not is different, but like we are at least playing with the same rule book. Right. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of other places in the world, like Canada, there's no rule book. It's all moral relativism. Right. So like, it's like you'll have one group. So for example, when Roe versus Wade got, you know, wiped out. Right. And you had the church of Satan, <clears throat> Talking about how you can't do that. That's one of our sacraments. That's, that's one of our religious rights to, to abort babies. Uh, to and kill then you children. Had Jewish organizations don't, saying the same thing. Don't use their Jewish right. words. What, what's that? Sorry? Uh, don't use the word. Like, I hate that that, oh, it's a to abort baby. It's to kill a child. Like, to terminate a pregnancy, to kill a child, to end a life. Yeah. And like, the thing is, is that like, what was weird was that it was like, wow, that is your hill to die on. Like you really want to kill babies that bad that you will put that in. And, and, and to a degree, like when I come down here where abortion is illegal, so is gay marriage. So is giving trans hormones to kids. So is like a whole bunch of stuff that I had to deal with. <laughs> Euthanasia is banned. I, I'm just I'm just stating facts. This, this is all stuff that I was dealing with in Canada. Like the joke about Canada being where they need to, uh, you know, everybody's always uh, 
you know, like the healthcare system is basically like how far, how, how quick until they kill you, you know, kind of thing like that. Like, you know, like you want to, you want to die, you want to commit suicide, but like, you know, living down here, it's like, it's like, um, refreshing. Cause I don't have to deal with that as much. Now they have their own conspiracy theories down here and they're kind of funny. I can get into it later, but, uh, but I probably, you know, maybe on another day if, if it was worth, worth bringing up, but at the same time, like, um, there's an openness, I think, down here. And what's also great is that like when I, when I got down here and I found the, trad, uh, the traditional Latin mass community, um, it was like my people instantly. It was like none of us were vaccinated. <laughs> like not all of us think that it's like, yeah, like that we're not doing that. That's bullshit. We want to like refuse the like CBDCs and we want to like, you know, go back to the land and like learn how to grow things and, and, and homeschool our kids. And there's a group of people that are out there that think that I am like a radical, dangerous person for wanting to homeschool my kids, teach them the faith that my grandparents had and learn how to be, you know, like more self-sufficient. I'm not going to say 100% self-sufficient, but like more self-sufficient. Somehow that's evil. And uh, it's it's weird because, again, it goes back to the the conspiracy thing because there's people that are like, That'll never happen. Like, like it's this weird gaslighting thing of like food prices have gone through the freaking roof in, in North America. They've gone bananas. And like, but like, you'll see the, like, cause my degrees in economics and you'll see the, I know how they fudge these numbers. They, this is, this isn't rocket science. They fudge these numbers. They pick a certain basket and they do their thing. And so Biden's representatives can come out and say like, actually, you know, inflation's only up like 0.4%. Like, Bullshit, dude. Like it's like 75% more expensive at the at the checkout counter at the grocery store right now. Like, what are you buying? And yeah. and like the thing that's really weird about it is is like you there's this mindset that can come up. And you don't want to get too much into like everything's conspiracy, but like everything's kind of a conspiracy, right? Like, like one of my favorite uh Catholic priests online, like anybody is ever interested in listening to. This guy, his name is Father Chad Ripperger, R-I-P-P-E-R-G-E-R. The guy's awesome. He's like one of the most um, prominent exorcists in the world. And like he has this saying when he's like, you know, it's it's not Satan's not under every rock. He's just under every other rock. And if you take that and put it back into like all the shitty stuff in this world right now, it's like, you know, this the 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 shadow government's not under every problem in your life. It's just under every other problem in your life. Like it, like it starts to like the world makes more sense this way because I, and going back to it, it's like, I guess because I can see the apple in my head. I, I, I don't even know how to relate with somebody who like has a five second memory and doesn't remember these things. Like, when you see the DeMar, was it DeMar Hamilton or the, the Monday night football Buffalo builds guy that, uh, that, fell back and then like they're like oh he got hit really hard like you yeah. know in the chest it's like dude i played football <laughs> i played i was an offensive lineman i hit people in the chest way harder than that and i have no idea why like you would think that that would be enough to knock this guy into a heart attack <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense and so like and then they're like oh these people are awful for asking about his vac status. Like they're just evil for doing this. Like, dude, bitch, you were asking about my vac status before I could like, whether I could eat in the restaurant or if I had to take the baggie out of the restaurant. Like, what are you talking about? Like, so yeah, 
they made a big deal about that one. Uh, I think it was Green Bay guy who didn't get vaccinated, like in the whole yeah, NFL. Aaron Rodgers. Like that was that was a huge fucking yeah. news story. Yeah. And then, and then this one, it's like, well, what was his vaccine? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's deeply personal information. Like, what? I wasn't deeply personal information. Why I need to have a fucking job, you son of a bitch. Exactly. And then this is the, the point that I saw today was. If all these died suddenly were unvaccinated, they'd fucking tell you. They would definitely they tell, would you. tell you. They would tell you. So that's my issue. Conspiracy yeah. haters. I hope, hope we're still on YouTube after tonight. Well, I, I'm just every time say- I'm on, it's a de- it's a big threat <laughs> to, this, to this show's Patreon and to its uh and to its uh, uh YouTube uh viability. I just want to say uh, on behalf of our friend, Tony, that we disavow everything that Joel has said. This <laughs> issue. And, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do my best Alex Jones. I'm going to do my best Alex Jones here. I'm going to be like, um, uh, I, I was playing a character on the, the podcast. Uh, uh, the whole, everything I was saying is I, I'm playing a character on the, on the podcast. Uh, I don't actually favorite. believe all those things. My favorite Alex Jones quote is uh, when he was on Joe Rogan's. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of hang retarded. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta address this. I gotta address this. Miss Killa, everything. You're one of my favorite viewers on this show. But it says from one Christian to another, exorcism sounds retarded, and a distraction from Christ died for us, and God is in control. I love you, man. I'm just gonna say, Christ performs exorcisms. He cast out demons in the New Testament. It's a thing. It happens all the time. It's talked about all the time. So, like, I love you, man. We can talk about it off the air. On, I'll be more than happy to chat with you in uh, Discord. But uh, I just had to address it because you put it on screen. <laughs> I, yeah. So, okay. Anyways, well, that's my uh, issue. That brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by. That was an ASMR version of the intro. Uh, well, I've got some news stories for you here. Um, do you have any fish news? You know what? I do have fish news, uh, but my fish news is local fish news. It's uh, us again. Um, and um, so I, I mentioned that my pol- the police officers came to our uh, to our uh, our property unannounced, yep. and. Uh, <clears throat> um, we, 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 we bought them off with fish, uh, <laughs> you know, cause we were shooting off illegal fireworks. Um, but, uh, uh, so it, our tank is doing too well again. Uh, I need to get some smaller, I, I need to get like, um, a, a, there's a type of fish called a boga, which is like a, like a bottom dweller fish, but it, it'll, it'll nab up the baby fish. And because like what we learned was is our fish weren't growing too big because we had too many baby fish in the like when there's just too many fish in the pond, they just don't they don't get big enough. And so uh, my wife and I are now on the lookout for a hunter fish to kill our own fish because there's too many baby fish in our thing. That's not great fish news, but that's all I had for today. <laughs> well, anyway. I've got a fish news for you. And oh. it's actually it's kind of a crossover thing. Uh, from time to time, politicians and other rulers of men like to categorize the natural world, not according to biology, but rather for convenience or monetary gain. For example, the tomato, um, the progenitor of ketchup is a seed-bearing structure that grows from the flowering part of a plant and is by definition a fruit. However, in 1893, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that the tomato was a vegetable subject to vegetable import tariffs. 
even if the tomato is technically a fruit, it tends to be treated in American cuisine as a vegetable, wantonly littering our salads with its jelloey goo- gooiness. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there was once bet- between 60 and 400 million beavers occupying the rivers and streams of North America from the great white North to the deserts of Northern Mexico. Then the Europeans came and with them came disease along with insatiable desires for beaver pelts and Damn beaver castorium. We'd have a Wakanda if it like, wasn't for them. Yeah. <laughs> secretion that's used in perfume and cologne. Combined oh, isn't that the thing one- that they use for fake vanilla? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Combined with the once sustainable hunting of beaver by indigenous North Americans for their meat, the beaver population rapidly declined. Uh, Holy shit. So in 17th century, the Bishop of Quebec approached his superiors in the church and asked whether his flock would be permitted to eat beaver meat on Fridays during Lent, despite (laughs) the fact that the meat eating was forbidden since the (laughs) semi-aquatic rodent was a skilled swimmer. The church declared that the beaver was a fish and being a fish, beaver barbecues were permitted throughout Lent. Problem solved. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 This is a thing. And, mm-hmm. um, cause they uh, also, they've also done it with the capybara in Venezuela. The, yes. Yes. And, and the capybara, uh, down here is called a carpincho, right? In, in Paraguay it's called a carpincho and they're like, sort of like a protected species. I'm not going to say they're an endangered species, but they're like a protected species and they're freaking adorable. And, uh, I, all, I really want one as a pet. I, I actually want like a few of them as a pet, like just like roaming around my house, like, you know, yeah. like on my, on my field. But we learned about this. <laughs> we, we learned about this rule specifically with the Carpincho. And we had this, um, we had this maid, uh, this well, I, I, employee, empleada. And, um, and the, but sorry, I didn't mean to throw high- you off. I just throw up the, the comments. Oh yeah. It's all good. Them. It's all good. Yeah. And, and, Totally up for it later. It's all good. Um, <clears throat> much love. God bless. Anyway, so the the uh, this 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 loophole this loophole we bring up almost every Friday because like they bring up about the Lent thing, but like like uh, the the change of the rules for the Friday eating weren't mm-hmm. the way that like a lot of modernists think it was. It's like you're supposed to like substitute it with like a major charitable act or something something different like you have to make a sacrifice or just not to eat be able that to day. eat the the beaver or the capybara during no Lent. no that's the loophole you can have the capybara so so every friday every friday uh we would tease we would tease uh our empleada and say that you know like we're gonna and uh made out of she was like no well carpine bibaras and uh turtles as well and like we can like there's all these like little loophole things and we don't do that we just we'll eat fish and we'll eat uh you know, vegetables and stuff like that. But that's about that's about it. But we know about this rule and I'm glad you brought it up because it's it's a thing. And yeah. uh you know, like it, it's a thing. And <clears throat> someday. So uh, I will report back to you when I eat a carpincho <laughs> on a Friday because I can. <laughs> so, you know, like that's uh, it's it sounds like 
I don't know. It sounds a little bit Talmudy to me to like have this loophole of <laughs> this thing. It's like, well, actually, you know, like this, this rabbi says I can eat this, uh, this type of meat on a, on a Friday. But yeah, one of these days I'm totally going to eat Carpincho on a Friday and I'm going to film it and put it in his bonus content for our Patreon viewers. <laughs> I, I almost, I almost ate a uh, fish on a Friday for the first time. And well, that's actually probably the first time I've eaten fish in forever. You don't like but I ate it on a Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. My dad has this weird theory. This is this. You're not going to understand this at all, but uh, there's this, there's this fast food restaurant called long John silvers and it's a I fast food. Yeah. Seafood restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he has this, this theory that long John silvers changes out their oil once a year. And it's at the first <laughs> of the year. It's after and, Lent. And it's at January 1st is when they changed the oil. And okay. so because of this weird theory that he has, I don't eat it long John Silvers like at all year round. <laughs> but the first the first week or two of the year I'm driving around, I see a long John Silvers, I'm like, I gotta eat some long John Silvers. <laughs> gotta get a quote. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Even so Jim Gaffigan's got this like long bit about like how much he hates eating fish. And like, um, I don't get it. <laughs> Like, I don't get it. Like, I mean, like bad fish. Sure. But like most fish is pretty good. Um, in Canada. So in Canada, uh, there's there, we don't have, I don't think we have long John silvers. I don't remember it being there. We have Joey's only. So Joey's mm-hmm. only got famous. Cause you could go there and you could get all you can eat like fried fish, fish and chips. And it's awesome. Place is awesome. You can like, and you can pay more to get like better quality fish. Like, you, you know, it's like, oh, this one's like, I don't know, skipjack or whatever. I, not skipjack. That's a type of tuna. Uh, but like you could pay more to get like a fresh Atlantic cod, which is like, you know, like in Canada is like gold, you know, cause like the, the Atlantic cod is like, you know, not quite endangered, but like kinda, <laughs> you know, like, like kinda like it's limited. Um, but like, I just remember when I would go there on Friday quite often. Like that was like, you know, it was like, it was a treat, but like, I remember you go there during Lent and especially on good Friday, (laughs) on good Friday place was packed. The guy was like, and I asked the owner, I was like, so is this like a thing all the time? And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's, um, this is actually like, this is our, like, this is our, this makes our whole, like hire extra staff. I didn't even know Catholics still did this, but yeah, they, they, they have like extra staff. They like get so much business during this time. And I found out that like, apparently McDonald's, apparently the, the, the filet of fish was like introduced specifically to like retain the, the, the Catholic, you know, the, the, Catholic dollar so that they could have something to eat on that thing. And I don't even hate the filet of fish. I actually used to think it was gross when I was growing up, but no, I actually, it's all right. I don't mind it. So it's okay. Um, I'm not a big McDonald's guy. I don't go there all the time, but like, you know, if it's Friday and we're, you know, in the middle of nowhere and that's all you can grab. Sure. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah. Interesting about the, um, I, I think I knew about the beaver thing too. I think I knew about the beaver thing too, but I think that's like, that's such a like Quebecian loophole to like be like, Fucking well, Quebecers. it's kind of an aquatic animal. Like, does that mean like, 
I don't know. I guess that means I can eat dolphin. I guess that means I can eat whale blubber. Yeah, you can uh, eat dolphin. I, yeah. Does that mean, can I mean, eat seal? I guess I could eat seal if it's yeah. in the water. I guess. You just got to petition the Vatican. <laughs> yes, well, yes. Along with my, please give me a Latin mass closer to my house. And <laughs> uh, continuing with my, my dad's weird conspiracy theories, here's a... A news story from Dad Cucks. Shanakar Mishara, the former Wells Fargo executive fired by the bank after he urinated on an elderly woman while intoxicated on an Air India flight in late November, was arrested in New Delhi, according to the Indian media. <clears throat> Mishra, a resident of Mumbai, was sought by police for days in an apparent attempt to evade authorities. He switched off his phone on January 3rd and was using auto rickshaws to get around. Law enforcement were finally able to track him down at 3.30 on Saturday after he made a credit card purchase in Bangalore and gave away his locations. He was canned from his corporate executive job by Wells Fargo as a result of uh, <clears throat> as a result of the incident, which was hauled before the judge in New Delhi on Saturday, where he remained was remanded to a 14-day judicial custody. Police had requested that Mishra be placed in their custody, but the request was denied. Uh, he faces charges of committing an obscene act in a public space, assault on a criminal force to a woman with intent to outrage her modesty and misconduct in public by a drunken person. Um, I cannot like I've, you know, I've gotten outrageously drunk before. I don't think I've ever wanted to pee on another human being. Well, I mean, cause like I isn't like part of the, here's what I don't get lore about like people pissing their pants. Isn't that like a, that's there a, that's is a, a discussion thing. of, yeah. yeah, Buck, it's an Buck likes discussion. to pee. He likes to pee in movie theater cups. <laughs> Tony pees his pants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But like, um, okay. So like, if you took, if you chopped off the first half of that story, right? Just like let it go, right? Mm -hmm. And then the second half is like this guy like using like rickshaws and like cash and all that kind, of, like. The second half is super based. The yeah. first half is degenerate. The, yeah. the second half is totally based. And, and like, and I love where, okay. Can I guess why I need you to tell, cause I don't know dad cucks, but all I know about dad cucks is like what he submits to the show. But I would love to hear from you is why do you think Dad Cox submitted this particular story to the show? Uh, I think he just thought it was funny. <laughs> the The idea of someone getting arrested for peeing at someone on a plane seems like something that it's kind great. of makes him chuckle. It's, yeah, it's great. It's degenerate. It's terrible. It's it's awful. I disavow. On behalf of Tony, I disavow. <laughs> uh, but uh, the the <laughs> the thing that I do take away from that is like. Cause I, okay. So like I, I, going back to the conspiracy theory thing, I think I brought this up before, but like down here in Paraguay, when we run into the other expats and my wife like looks at me when she hears what they have to say, she's like, oh, you're normal. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're the normal. You're, you're not mental. Like a lot of the other expats that are here are completely off the deep end. And like when it comes to using your credit card, your location, you, you know, being of like pinging yourself and all this kind of stuff. Like, I love that Paraguay is like a super cash heavy culture. I love that. I love that I use cash more than I use my card. That's the greatest thing. 
but then I still use my card because I want the nor like I want the normie government to know I'm just a normie. Don't don't worry about me. I'm still just like going to restaurants like everybody else, and 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 all that kind of. I think that uh, in this guy's case, like you done fucked up, you used a credit card, right? Like if you yeah, wanted yeah. to stay out, you, you were doing everything right. And then all of a sudden you got a little bit cocky and you used credit card and then you got what you deserved. So, or, or yeah. a little bit desperate. It's crazy. Like I got it. I got really into watching unsolved mysteries during the, the lockdowns and everything. Like that was I, I like Robert Stack. Watching. Yeah. Fucking Robert Stack or nothing. He's the buddy. best. Oh yeah. So I watched a bunch of seasons of the unsolved mysteries and a lot of them were things like an escaped convict gets away. He's in hiding. And then there'd be like the follow-up. Oh, we caught the guy. Fuck this dude. We're taking him straight, his ass straight to jail. And that was in the eighties and nineties where, you know, if you had, if you're able to get out a bunch of cash in an ATM and you were staying in like shitbox motels, you could disappear. And now it's like, he turned his phone off. We don't know what to do. <laughs> Shit! Oh, fuck. like the, the cops. The cops. They're like, all right, we got the, we got a suspect. Let's pull his let's pull his Instagram up. He doesn't have an Instagram. Oh, oh no! Makes, oh no! It makes, oh, <laughs> it makes me think of that uh, Simpsons where like Marge and like the other lady were like on the run and like uh, they were being chased. And they they're they're like, oh no, it's the cops coming after us. So, like, and she just turns her lights off. <laughs> Because like, they're running through the desert, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's a ghost car! <laughs> it just disappeared." And um, the, the 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 sad part about my situation here is, is like, um, I can't disappear. <laughs> I can't. Like, I'm like, all they have to do is, is like go out of Asuncion and like ask a couple of people and be like, you know where the Canadians Where's the white live? Warlord? And just be like, yeah, over that way. That, that, that's where the Canadians live. I'll take you to his house if you want. <laughs> like like yeah. everybody, all these people know, like I made friends with a German guy who is a German engineer who lives about like five, 10 minutes away from my place. Not that far away. And like, it's funny. Cause like my Casero, my, my empleado, my, 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 my right-hand man here. Um, we were, we were near that guy's place. And I, I said, Oh, we're close to, to, uh, Stefan's place. And, uh, he's like, Oh, the German. And I was like, you know him? And he's like, no, but my cousin knows him cause he works for him. And everybody knows it's like, everybody knows everybody that isn't Paraguayan here. <laughs> so it's impossible to disappear here. Although it's still like a, cash heavy uh still a, a cash heavy uh society but anyways uh do you did you bring any other news items in yeah. for tonight i've got one last news story here a popular adult entertainer entertainer turned data scientist shared a so shocking self-admission about her hygiene which is causing a debate to bubble up on social media the monomous alia once OnlyFans' top-grossing star with a reported monthly income of $100,000 a month just for showing her titties. Whoa. That's wild, wow. right? Wow. She told her 130,000 followers on Twitter that she only showered 37 times in the year 2022. By her that's own not, account. Go ahead. That's not enough. <laughs> no. 
Uh, by her own account, Ayla engaged in about twice the amount of sex as she did showers with 63 sexual encounters. It's not like about twice the amount. It's like considerably less than twice the amount, but whatever. I'm uh, guessing that's not monogamous, like with one partner either. Oh, no, this she's a hoe. Um, yeah. In fact, let me, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll show you this, this yeah, article. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is this, this is this is for the viewers online here. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um doesn't she look like the chick from Weeds? Oh, she does look like the chick from Weeds. Yeah. 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 So she went out 222 times, which is astounding because I go outside <laughs> almost every day. Uh, wait, because wait, wait, wait. my hang garage on, is outside of my house and my biz the place I wait. work is outside of my car. Wait. I'm looking at the second one here. She only pooped 194 times. Also unfathomable. That's not okay. She's yeah. not doing okay. Uh, she socialized 165 times. She took 126 Adderalls. She drank alcohol 118 times, which is a rookie funny. number. You got to get yeah. those numbers up. She danced 64 <laughs> times, cried 59 times, wrote 51 times, gained See, 44 times, and had a good meal, 40, meal hang on, 42 hang times. On, hang on. Go back up. Go back up. That, that cry number is surprisingly close to her had sex number. <laughs> right like it's like it's like no. far away yeah no they, they are they are pretty close the gross thing to me is right like so i i'm not necessarily like getting out of bed to go straight to the shower to, to shower after sex but it's definitely like in my mind involved in the sexual procedure you you have sex maybe you sleep overnight you wake up the next morning you take a shower That's this woman's just getting fucking railed and doing nothing yeah it, it's still, it's still like the number would coincide. The Here's number the would coincide. Though, if I had sex 60 though. times, I'd have 60 showers at least. And she makes more money than you and I. <laughs> and also that's, that's fair. But also Joel, I feel like the number would be doubled because if I had sex with a person, chances are prior to that sex, I had a shower to try not be a disgusting ogre. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, good on you for that. Uh, respectable, <laughs> man. Um, you know, like it's, man. Uh, I'm writing a um, with with the help of OpenAI ChatGPT. I'm writing a novel right now. You'd hate it because it's Western, <laughs> but it's it's fucking great. Uh, but the thing is, is that like one of the like allegories I'm making of this is. Uh, is I'm I'm definitely like leaning into what the hell is going on with OnlyFans, right? And like this this is like an economy I am fully like because I'm I I will look you in the eye and tell you straight up I have not looked at any porn since 2017 at all like not one time not once and yet this OnlyFans thing like sprung up and became like a huge thing. And I, uh, cause like I write about uh, investment stuff, right? I write about it publicly traded stocks and all this kind of stuff. The CEO of OnlyFans is like the world, like Andrew Tate just went to jail, uh-huh. right? Dude's a pimp, but like OnlyFans is like the greatest pimp in world history. Like oh, of in, course. In, in world history. The crazy and thing they about are OnlyFans crushing. is... Yeah. Nine, something like 
ninety percent of the people on OnlyFans make like zero dollars. Ninety percent. Yeah, I I don't know what the actual the exact numbers are, but a a shocking amount the like the money that comes into OnlyFans is something in the top five percent of creators, not in. So there's there's tons of people that just create an OnlyFans to base themselves for your jerking entertainment and then make a dollar, five dollars, twenty dollars, and it's just like, is that what you're worth? Uh, it's 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 distracting. The the hard part is but, like, uh, what I don't what, here's what I don't get. Uh, this is what is, I do not understand. The this is what I I, I don't comprehend. <laughs> Is is like this idea that like these women don't it's it's worse than a tattoo, right? It's worse than a tattoo. This shit is forever. It's forever, ever, right? Yeah. Like it's forever, ever, ever, ever. And like you about all these other things, like a tattoo you can remove, but your sexual activity online in the cyber world is forever. Yeah. And like, that's sad. I find it really sad uh, that there's these women that are out there in their twenties and yeah, they're making bank, but they're not married. They're not marriageable. They're not marriageable. Like, you know, like if you're meeting a girl and you're like, yeah, you like, yeah, wow. This girl is like fantastic. She's the girl of my dreams. She's wonderful. She's what she's great. And she's like, yeah. And I'm just settling down with you because like, you know, I've already made my money. I've already paid my house off. How? Oh, that's how, and not, you know, having sex more than you had, you know, like sex 63 times and crying 59. <laughs> it's you know, like, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So the OnlyFans thing, when I was in high school, I dated this girl. I dated this girl through most of high school. And, um, you know, we did, we dated after high school, but I think it was our senior year. She was in a show and she was in a uh, Plaza suite by Neil Simon. I, I hate Neil Simon. I'm sure Joel loves Neil Simon. No, I don't. Fuck. Neil Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Neil Simon so much. Um, mm. but she did a Plaza suite. And so it's like a, it's three one act plays. And they only did two of them in the, the first one they did, it's like this this couple's anniversary, and they go to Plaza Suite, or they had the honeymoon, and then his secretary shows up, and she's like, I need you to come to work, and there's, like, sexual tension, and then the wife is like, you're fucking your secretary, and it turns out she is, right? My, the girl I was dating played the secretary, and, like, all of this innuendo, all of these stares, um, I, it made me physically sick. It, yeah. I couldn't, I went and watched it to, like, support this person, but watching the show, like I, I felt physically ill. Like I could not, I could not handle this, like these kinds of emotions happening between someone that wasn't me. And so then when I, when I hear about, like when I see a woman who's like, Oh yeah, I have an OnlyFans or I have, you know, whatever the, the new version of that is. I'm just like, I, I, I know personally that I can't handle like pretend feelings, I can't handle you like putting yourself out on display that uh, it'll just never. And, and I'm sure you think it's a failing and it's like a toxic masculinity, no. but no, I think no. that's like our natural state is to protect the, well, like our nesting instincts. So I, you know, you can blow me. The I don't want you to blow a, me, but uh, <laughs> you can metaphorically blow me metaphor. Well, the, the brain is a funny thing, right? The brain is a very funny thing. Uh, 
in a lot of ways, it can't tell between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Right. And so there's like been tons of different studies about this, about people who watch movies. And I, I think I mentioned this, you'd know the uh, episode number, the April fool's joke uh, episode where uh, Buck and I pretended that. Uh, oh, that the Mandela never, effect. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I mentioned in that one about how uh, people remember falsely that they drank Coca-Cola at live sporting events out of a glass bottle, which like mm-hmm. kind of never, ever happened. And um, at least not in yours or my lifetime, not even, not even close, not even close. 123. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. 123 and this episode is 321. Anyways. Um, so uh, <laughs> that is interesting. Um, so, so uh, what I find really interesting about this is, is that the, the thing that people have uh, brought up is that your brain can't tell a lot of times when you're watching a movie, if this is real life or if this is just something you're watching on a screen. And so your brain goes into a different mode and it takes these things on. So this is why you have to kind of sort of at least kind of at least acknowledge the fact that what you put into your brain matters, right? So like the images that you put into your brain, this is like what it'll, it'll hit your dreams or it'll do all this other stuff. But occasionally the stuff that goes into your brain will come up at a later date in some way. And we do this all the time when we like re- recall a memory of like when we make references, I just made a reference to the Simpsons, right? Because I've seen that Simpsons episode a billion times. But the thing is, is that like your brain doesn't know. And so going back to like when you're watching your girlfriend on stage in this character, right? Your brain is reacting as if in a way that this is like her, like mm-hmm. not an actress, like not a role, but is her. You can't even control it. Like you can try, but like your subconscious mind is still going to be like, well, that's my girlfriend. And that's like, look what she's doing. And I, I don't even understand like all these like guys who are like dating like strippers or dating like, you know, porn actresses. Like I just saw like a thing about some porn act, the Rick and Morty guy. Uh, there was a, did, I don't know if you saw this, but like one of the co-creators or one of the writers of Rick and Morty uh, just got nailed, you know, cause like as most leftists do, they, you know, unveil themselves perverts. as like complete perverts, but like the guy's like a total cuck. And his, his like, his woman was like literally on blacked.com. Right. So he's like literally a cuck, <laughs> like literally a cuck. And like, like you, that's not healthy. It's not good for you. It's like, it's not yeah. good for you to like have, this connection. This is why, why we do better when we have monogamous relationships. This is why we do better when like marriage is not like treated like a drive through, you know, at a restaurant. Like, you know, like it's like, it's, this is why we do better when we actually like, kind of like, you know, if we're going to get together with somebody, we're going to like, you know, put some thought into it ahead of time. But going back to it's like, uh, there is a, there is a point to be made about how, how your brain reacts to these, these things when you see them on screen and like going back to the only fans thing, it's like, man, like, how do you come back from that? Like, how do you come back from that? Like one of the things that like, it's like, it's like such a small little cookie. Like it's like, it's a little hero cookie, but it's like, you know, like 
in, I'm 43 years old and at different points in my life, I found myself in a situation where there was uh, an opportunity to partake with a sex worker, with a prostitute, right? And I never did. And I never did. And the part of the reason why I never did, not like I couldn't afford it, not like I couldn't done it in secret, but I would always know. And I, at the time when those things came up, I wasn't married and I hadn't met my wife yet, but I always knew in the back of my head that if I did do this thing, that like someday I'm going to meet the mother of my children and I'll have this, like if my kid asks me someday, Hey dad, have you ever been with a prostitute? And I either have to lie or tell the truth. It's better for me to not do it. Yeah. Does that make any sense? <laughs> like, no, it, I, make, I, it makes sense. Mine is not like framing it on the fact that I want to like children or anything. Mine is more based on a level of self-respect in that I like that my sexual conquests to this point have all been earned, be it through my, you know, personality, my, my ability to like attract a mate. Right. And whether, and regardless of the fact that so far, none of those have succeeded in, in create, in being a, a true mate. Mm. Um, you know, that it's, it's one thing in your case, in your example to say to your kids, yeah, no, I did sleep with people prior to your mother, but I was trying to find that person that fit. And, 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 you know, in your case of morality of saying, I, you know, whether or not premarital sex is, is wrong. Yeah. I, I made a mistake at the time. I thought that this was the person that I was going to, you know, spend my life with. That's in, that's an easier thing to admit than to be like, yes, I created it. I turned into a financial transaction with some fleeting person that meant nothing like to be able to say, yeah, I was 17 and I was in love and I thought that I was going to spend my life with this, this person is it, very like, different. It's, it's a much more forgivable, I think, than being like, oh, I was 35 and I was, you know, just bored one night and I was cruising down 11th Street and I saw this bitch and I was like, man, maybe I can fuck the shit out of her, you know? Well, and it's something I can never really relate to. You know, it's just, it's something I can never really relate to. And like, um, I don't know. That's a, it's a story for another day. <laughs> it's yeah. a story for another day. We should, we haven't gotten to your, uh, the, the real, the real point is that this woman is not showering. And I want to read this one quote because I was <laughs> please, talking about this please. news story with my friend and his wife the other night. Sure. Uh, when we were, we went out to dinner and some drinks and I was like, I, I had just read this news story and I was like, I have to tell you about this news story. It's mind blowing. <laughs> and she says, yep. I try not to disturb my skin's natural bi- microbiome. Okay. Which when I read that phrase, my friend's wife <laughs> lost her mind. She's like, I cannot stand the phrase microbiome. Apparently she had like a college roommate that was all about like, oh, my microbiome. I can't blah, 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 blah. And was like stinky like this bitch. Uh, uh, it's crazy. I like, all I can smell is patchouli. Oh, musk. Patchouli. Oh, anyway. <laughs> well, this has been the Ricky the News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligation this week. But you know what doesn't take care of, Chaco? The bills. <laughs> no, well, specifically the bills for Irish Spring, because we don't want to smell like sweaty, nasty fucks that only shower 37 <laughs> times a year. I, Are you saying she's Irish? <laughs> I was reading I was reading that news story, and in my, my, my head I'm like, how many times do I shower a year? Because there's definitely, like, I've taken days where I haven't showered, you know, yeah. like... 
Uh, well, like during this whole Christmas break time, like I go maybe every other day, but I'm like, I would wake up late. I get out of bed. I put on some like pajamas. I'd sit on the sofa and watch TV, um, cook no some harm, dinner. No harm, no foul there. Yeah. I'm not like working and getting sweaty. And then the next day it's like, I really need to shower. And I'd shower the next morning. So, but then there are days during the summertime, you know, where it's, it's like, for you know, a hundred degrees, hundred plus degrees, like I am right now with my AC off, so that yeah. I don't. <laughs> and I and I like shower, and then I go to work, and then it's like, oh, hey, we're gonna go out and get drinks, we're gonna go hang out, we're gonna go do this thing. It's like, well, I gotta shower again because I got kind of sweaty at work. Like I I don't want to be a smelly fuck like this lady. So <laughs> if you want to buy us Irish Spring, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash hwidg, or you can visit us at subscribestar.com forward slash HWIDG, or you can send us a tip at streamelements.com forward slash SE dash one, five, two, six, six, four, six slash tip, which is also in the description. I like how like your last six was like slicks. (laughs) I'm just going to like, I'm just going to like remember that as like four slicks. Because this (laughs) bottle is now empty. It was not empty at the beginning of the show. (laughs) This is is as popped as I've been for Uh, any of our shows since I've come back to here's what I don't get. Anyway. uh, Yeah. What are you doing? What are you drinking today? I am drinking. uh, I'm drinking the breeder's choice. And it says El Elicido de los how oh, come on Criaduras? No, that can't be right. Uh, but it's a whiskey and ale. This is the best I can get in this area. Uh, and and it's got it's got pictures of cows on it. So it's the breeder's choice. So that must be good. Um, but like down here, I think you this is I, before I ask you what you're drinking. You- you sent me I, a picture of like and you the didn't respond. Store. And I, I was, I was, I was just waiting. I was like, please, please coach me. I sat, uh, I sat in the grocery store. I was like, maybe you'll see. And I'll uh, get yeah, the right I don't thing. Rem- I don't remember when it came in. I saw it and I was, it was like one of those things where I looked at it and I was like, ah, that's a, like, look at those whiskeys. And then I put my phone back in my pocket and went back to do whatever I was doing. It must've uh, been a day that I was, please either tell me or next I time I go. Something. Yeah. I think the Which thing was, what I recall is I've never had any of those. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay. I will say this about breeder's choice. It's fine. Um, it goes down smooth enough. Okay. Smooth enough. Like my wife won't drink it, but I will. It's fine. Uh, I, I bought this actually last year when I bought this property and I would have, I would have it with uh, cigars that were given to me as kind of like a congratulations for getting your property. So cigars and whiskey uh, go really well when you're sitting outside uh, by the pool and Breeders' Choice goes the way. What's that? Sorry. Or by a fire. Which I have, but right now is not the time. Not now. No, (laughs) now's not the time for you. Uh, Yeah. yeah. But uh, what are you drinking tonight, Tab? I'm drinking the Glenlivet. 1824 Founders Reserve. Um, it's aged in American oak barrels, which makes it kind of like a bourbon. I got this bottle um, in 2020, in February of 2020, uh, following the death of uh, a good friend and coworker. Um, so I finally polished it off today. So uh, pull, up, pull up what Mr. Kill Everything wrote here. Uh, he says, what cigars do you smoke? Um and I will answer that very quickly. Uh, if I am, so I, I have three that I smoke. Uh, I will smoke a Cohiba. Um, so I can Cohiba's down here. What's that? Sorry. 
Which color? The uh, the yellow the yellow tape on it uh, is the one that I go with. But um, uh, this one that I was smoking before was a La Caoba. And here's the other thing. Going back to um, going back to uh, uh, going back to my um, good enough because uh, I brought up. Bef- I think before we were going on the air, we were, t- I was telling you about the whiskeys that I would drink back in Alberta. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, down here in Paraguay, there's a, there's a, uh, a market that's like famous in Asuncion called Mercado Cuatro or market four. And it's this giant, like freaking circus of a market. And like, if you go in there, you can, literally get anything you want. It'll probably be a knockoff, but you can get anything you want. And, um, in it, they have this guy that's there and he's rolling his own cigars there and they're fucking phenomenal. They are the best and they're cheap and they're tiny and they taste amazing. And they like, I can watch them do it and there's no additives or anything like that. It's amazing. And so they have no brand name. It's just like, you know, like that guy's I don't even know his name. I just buy them from him. And like, he'll hand them to you like classy, you know, like in a giant, like grocery bag, like from some grocery store. Like, like, he'll put like like 20 of them in there and it costs you like $7 and they're the best. And like, I don't know, man. I could go for that. Memories are tied to smoking this guy's cigars and, and uh, drinking actually, it's funny because I, I drank whiskey because I'm armed with you. But down here, uh, they have a drink called Kanya, which is like a dirty rum. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's based off of like their sugar cane that they have here. I love it. But like it's, it's hard on you. You can't, you can't have too much of it. But it's like stupid cheap. And it, go, it also goes great with, uh, with the cigars. Uh, another comment here says is from Holly Bieski. Uh, smooth enough is my daily tequila. Uh, I love that you have a daily tequila. Tequila is, tequila is an underrated uh, drink. Tequila is an hateful alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I can't do tequila. So um, anyways. My, uh, my system is very, very, very finely attuned to whiskey. I can drink whiskey all day, all night, no problems. But the second you start to like add stuff in there, it's like... For me, uh, I'm not as particular. Um, I like beer still. I try to cut it down because I know it's got phytoestrogens in it. (laughs) But uh, uh, I do drink some of the beers down here. Uh, I do. I love red wine. I especially love any Malbec. There's literally not a single Malbec on this planet that's bad. Even the cheapest, crappiest Malbec is still a very drinkable drink. And I live right next to Argentina. And if we ever pop over into Argentina, you're getting like bottles of Malbec for like two, three dollars a bottle. And it's, you know, can't complain. I'm not even that big of a drinker, but like at the same time, like those are there. As far as tequila goes, you got to pay for quality. That's the, you just, you got to pay for quality. That's why I only drink Safir and Nejo. You know. Oh, okay. That's a good one. That's a good it's one. It's a fake one. It's a <laughs> it's uh it's the the tequila's in breaking bad and better call Saul. Ah, okay. All right. So um did we already list off the tiers? 
We did not. We have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tiers. We throw the random bits and bobs. I can tell you in March, there's going to be a John Wick review. John Wick 4 is coming out. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, As as you know, the people here at Here's What I Don't Get love John Wick. Um, We've done a movie commentary of all three John Wick movies. We'll do a movie commentary of four as soon as it's available on physical media or for rent. Um, Quick question. Have you done a review of the birdcage? We have not done a review of the birdcage. Okay. So just like a little bit of like inside baseball. Uh, one of the fun uh, background uh, controversies. I don't even think it was level of controversy. One of our first little bristles when we had our, our group thing was the birdcage is one of your favorite movies. And I respect that. I respect that. But I was like being a dick and like, you know, shutting it down as like degenerate. I think you and I doing a review of not a review, maybe a commentary, a commentary, a yeah. commentary of the, of the birdcage might be, I don't know. Uh, whoever's watching I, this right now, tell me if you no, think that would be a good I, one. Fuck those people. Um, I'll, I'd love to do it with you because I, I specifically the first opening, like, 90 seconds of the birdcage is some of the best filmmaking ever done. Isn't that like a, isn't there like a long continuous shot? Yes. In that one. Okay. And it's, it's impressive. Okay. I will say this. I always love long continuous shots. I I told you one of my favorite movies of all time is the, is Magnolia. Magnolia has a, an infamously long shot that goes forever. Uh, there's a couple of like I liked uh, what was it 1918 or 1917, 1917 uh, was like came out recently. It's like yeah. a simulated long shot, like it like makes you feel like it's all one long shot, and that, like it really draws you in. Magnolia is one of my favorite movies of all time. It has a very long shot, but I it's funny about long shots. There is a movie that I hate by a director that I hate that has the greatest long shot opening of all time, which is Snake Eyes, uh, starring Nicholas De- uh, Nicholas Cage, directed by Brian De Palma. hate the movie. I have seen that one. But I absolutely love, love, love this extremely over-the-top, long, long shot that starts the movie. If you're going to watch the movie, just, just watch that long shot. It's phenomenal it's it's like one of the greatest it's like setting up for like a boxing match and it's just oh it's amazing movie sucks opening sequence is awesome anyways so <laughs> I'll have anyways to, uh, uh, i'll have to add it to my thing because i love nicholas cage and i have not seen that movie anyway it's a good movie uh, then oh, we have our good movie good opening anyways. good one opening yeah then we have our five dollar tier uh the which you get your our monthly bonus episodes here Here's what I do get where you drop the hate and talk about what's great. Then we have our $10 tier where you, the fan, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch a recorded feature-length commentary. Um, I put out a bunch of those to make up for 2022. Recently, we're going to be doing uh, commentaries monthly this year. Probably. Uh, <laughs> really dependent <laughs> on time. Uh, and then finally, we have our $50 spite producer tier where I got a – I actually got a message right as we started recording um, – requesting some guests for episode 333. I'll have to dig that Ooh. message that I got back up. Uh, so we'll see. Who'd they ask for? Um, they asked for John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry. Can you pull uh, that off? No, <laughs> Man, I don't fucking know. 
I, you know, the way that I'd have to do it is because Carl is kind of in tight with them at WATP, which okay. check out. I did, I did an episode of WATP recently talking about, um, uh, what was the seek treatment? That's the episode that I'm on. Holy shit. Okay. That show was bad, but, uh, they asked for both of them. And then, uh, yeah, so there, there's actually kind of a, a big, there's like a long read up here that I'm not going to jump into right now. But uh, yeah, we thank all of our patrons, big and small, for supporting the show. Without you, we absolutely would not still be going now after 321 episodes. So thank you for all of your generous support over the years. Um, and if you're not supporting the show and you like it, we, I encourage you to join us on one of our, our levels, even if it's just sending us a tip now and again on the stream element. So uh, thanks, everybody, for supporting the show. Thank you. But uh, let's jump back in some, into some issues. Awesome. Bring it up. Here's what I don't get. <laughs> Water conservationists. Ooh. So I read that news article about the woman who's showered 37 times in 2022 like a degenerate. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of comments and discussion about the article of like, well, you know, you're saving water and all this shit. And then I started to see um, I'm on Instagram to try and talk to girls and all of these like posts, turn off the water while you're brushing your teeth to save water. Don't flush the toilet when you pee because you'll save water and don't do this to save water. And there's like, it's propaganda. Number one. Um, totally. And, and totally. I've, I've come to understand and I did be able to identify. It's not just, uh, it's not just propaganda. It's psyops. It's like, it's fucking with your head. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it's not even just like a you know duck and cover thing. It's like a it's like a make you feel guilty for being alive thing. It's exactly. Ridiculous. Yeah, but so like when I see these these kinds of news stories, I it irritates me because propaganda irritates me now more than anything. Um, As it should, I think because I'm autistic, uh, propaganda doesn't work on me. Right. And and it never has. And I, I've always seen these ads, like I've, you know, our whole lives have just been in a day with ads and they don't work on me. And I thought it was because like ads don't work. And then I figured, and then I found out, you know, in the last five, 10 years that like advertising doesn't work on autistic people because we're so like, we, we are so hyper-focused on things. Like I only buy, I buy the same laundry detergent I've been buying for the last 10 years because it works well and doesn't have perfumes. And, and like, I hate, things smelling weird. Mm-hmm. And so uh when I see these things about the water the water stuff I'm like that's propaganda the stuff about get, you have to get your vaccine you have to wear your mask you have to uh you know two weeks to flatten the curve like I saw all that as propaganda and people were like people don't like the term propaganda because they think propaganda is immediately bad. Propaganda made us all want to wear seat belts in our cars. Yes. Now that was a good goal, but it was, yeah, it was the tool that was used is conceived as being bad. I don't like to prescribe. I don't think that tools are bad. Um, I had this conversation with a friend of mine. Um, he was, he had these tools that belong to his grandson and, or the, the, sorry, they belong to the father of his grandson, but he wasn't sure if he should give them to his grandson because the tools were also used to commit crimes. And so it was like, is there a karma that's in, imbibed into these tools because they were used for crimes? And I said, I gave him my philosophy on tools, which is that, you know, a tool is not 
necessarily good or bad. You know, I I have my my weapon over here. Mm-hmm. My weapon is not good or bad. Now it could work in the the act of good in the wrong protecting hands, my house sure. from whoever's yeah. fucking firing weapons outside my house. Or it could be used to rob a convenience store. One of those is good and one of those is bad. But it's not mm-hmm. the weapon that's bad. It's the intention of the person that's bad. Totally, totally. So I see this propaganda about water conservation, about like, oh, we shouldn't flush. If, if you just pee in your toilet, just, you know, you don't need to flush it. You know, you flush the poos, but don't flush the peas. Yeah. I was the, it, uh, if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it let mellow. Let it mellow. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. It, piss stinks. <laughs> it really starts to smell after Especially a short period of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, it, it's like, I mean, people say like, oh, this smells like cat piss. Like cat piss and human piss are pretty equal in what they are molecularly yeah. speaking. So I, you know, I see these articles and people are like, well, I don't flush all the time because of this or that. It's like, I live in, so I was, I looked this up. It's the 70th largest city in the United States. Really? It Really? And you're Sorry, like, oh, wait, that's, that's uh, weird. Hold on. St. Louis is the 70th largest? 70th largest city in the United States. You know what's weird? But, I, I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I I only want to make a quick sports ball comment, but like <laughs> St. Louis is like, it's got a major league baseball team. It's got a major league football team. Right. And mm-hmm. no, no, uh, no, 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 the, the, the football it team left twice. and they're very upset about it. Yeah. And, and, but it's also got a hockey team. So yeah. like it, it counts. Like those are two big things. Like the St. Louis Cardinals are not like a shit team. And the they're St. Not. Louis blues want to, cup in the last 20 years so like they're not like that's weird i didn't know there was 70th that's crazy and sorry i didn't so so what the what was gonna basically why that the reason is is in 1885 there was the great divorce where st louis city and st louis county separated and so there's st louis city county and st louis county and i'm in the city which is so st louis city count st louis County is what you're thinking of, which is our greater metropolitan area. As uh-huh. far as as metropolitan areas go in the United States, it's the 21st. Okay, okay. And where are you in relation to the Mason-Dixon line? I am north of the Mason-Dixon line now. Okay, but like how far north? And I only ask uh, this because I'm writing a Western novel after the civil war <laughs> and um, I'm a Canadian, I shouldn't be writing it. <laughs> it's probably like a hundred, hundred miles or something, 150 That's miles. I, I don't know what enough. it is, the border. All right. All Okla- right. Oklahoma is, uh, part of Oklahoma is most of Oklahoma is South of the Mason Dixon line. But, uh, anyway, that's, okay, that's okay. not really part of the issue. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, the reason why I bring this up is that inside St. Louis city, the 70th largest city in the United States, <laughs> there are no water meters. What? We just don't have them. Yeah. So in Tulsa, the 47th largest city in the United States, and um, I don't remember larger where it than St. Louis by population, right? Because of weird. that weird 1800s divide, that's what's okay. kept St. Louis artificially small. But our yeah. suburbs are huge. Our okay. suburbs, most of the suburbs have water meters, but St. Louis City, no water meters. When Based? I get a bill, yeah, when I get a bill for my water usage from the city, it's three months at a time, and it's like you live Ooh. in a house that has five rooms. You don't have a pool. You have X amount of occupants. Like, 
they have this weird way of of deciding how much you owe, but it's it's flat. I mean, the rate they raise the rates every few years, but once you're like setting your rate, if you know, if your house your house is not changing in size, so you just so I pay a hundred four dollars for every three yeah. months. Which is okay. Well, that's not that bad. Over three months, it's not that. It's bad. It's not that bad because in yeah. Tulsa, I was paying something like fifty four, fifty five dollars a month per month. A month, yeah. Oof. And, um, but that was like based on pure consumption. So, I, like, I try and up my consumption, up my consumption. But the thing about living in one of the top one hundred metropolitan areas in the United States is yeah. that. So I flush my toilet. My shit goes down a. a a pipe that I can actually see right now. It goes through my basement. Is it clear it goes, pipe? <laughs> no, I, I can just see it because I'm in the basement. Uh, okay, okay. It goes through this pipe out into the front yard, and then it like joins the sanitary sewer system, and mm. it goes off somewhere. I don't fucking know where yeah, they away. they put it put it in a big center centrifuge, and they pull out all the shit and piss and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. then they pump the water out into a reservoir. And then eventually that reservoir is drained to pump more water into my house. Yes. What these water conservationists seem to think is that me flushing my shit away somehow just like deletes the water from existence because they don't understand like not it's it's not just merely the law of conservation of like of mass and energy where you, you cannot like mass cannot be created or destroyed. It's or the rain cycle. They're just like, we're wasting water. We got to. And so this whole lie of, oh, you need to turn your faucet off while you're brushing your teeth, which everyone fucking does. Because because if you don't live no, in St. Louis, well, if yeah. you don't live in St. Louis City County, uh, you turning off the, not turning off the faucet, you're now paying 1.6 gallons per minute. That's two point, uh, that's 3.2 okay, okay. gallons. Yeah. If it's going to cost you money, that's different, right? That's, Ex- that's exactly. Different. That's, that's different. what people, people think I need to, I don't want to run out my water bill. I remember this when I was yeah. a kid, uh, I was, I was probably in middle school or high school. I was in the, that age where you start to like be given responsibilities, like doing your own laundry. Right. And, um, I was over at my dad's house and I didn't like live full time with my dad, but I did would stay over weekends and whatnot. And so I had like a small amount of laundry, but it was just my laundry. It wasn't everyone's laundry. And so it was a smaller load than everyone's. And I threw the, I threw my laundry in the washing machine because it was smaller. I set the dial lower and my stepmom mm-hmm. said, said, don't set this to anything other than the large load because water's cheap. Electricity is expensive. And I don't know why that stuck with me all this time, because while my water costs nothing, the gas to heat my house jumped precipitously for November and December. And not precipitously, that's downwards. Uh, It it jumped because suddenly it's fucking cold. My electricity in the winter... My electricity in the summer was way higher because I had to run. Right. Like that makes those sense. are the things to conserve for my own needs. But water, water costs nothing. Water goes into a system. It comes back out the other side. When I lived in Tulsa, go ahead. Can I jump in on that? Cause like I literally have free water, literally, literally. Yeah. So that this is why I wanted to bring this issue in is yeah. that like, the, the argument is that like, there's no water in the third world. There's no water in South. That's in, bullshit. In, South America or in Africa. And somehow me in St. Louis in the middle of America, huh. it, by not running my, my Look. brushing my teeth is going to save you water. So there's this, there's this thing. 
there's this thing, which is, um, so when I was younger, when I was like in my late teens, early twenties, I like this like ska band. I'm not proud of it, but I like this ska band called real big fish. And they had this song called everything sucks. And, and I feel like we're living that because like basically everything you like and everything you do is just, everything sucks. Right. And in your case, in this case, it's like, like when you bring up about the third world and it's like, Oh, we got to worry about them. Oh, you know, like they're, they're doing so bad. It's like, we're not though. Like we're, we're really not Paraguay. The name Paraguay, I, I wrote this out to you. It's like Paraguay. Yeah. It's like it's agua in the middle of the name. We have water. We're fine. We're a landlocked country with a ton of fucking water. Do you have an aquifer? Is that what you have? I'm going to get to that. Okay. So we have the Guarani Aquifer, which is one of the world's largest clean water aquifers in the it's, – it's one of the largest clean water aquifers in the world. And we talked about George W. Bush. If anybody looks up George W. Bush or the Bush family and Paraguay, you will find out that they are the technically the largest landowners in Paraguay. And they bought a shit ton of like land in the Chaco region, which which my name comes after. And um <clears throat> I'm going to be honest. I, for a second, I thought you were just like, this land is the Chaco region. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my domain. Um, uh, but uh, so they, they, so like the thing is, is like, we don't have a problem with clean water. We got a lot of clean water. This is a great place. If you, if you are concerned about water, Paraguay is your place. And I, I sent you video. I sent you photos earlier today. Uh, not, necessarily to like play on the show but like to show you like i got water literally just coming up out of the ground and and my water comes from like it's it's filtered naturally it comes out of the ground and and it's funny because you bring up about uh water's basically free or water's cheap and and power is uh expensive so like um where we are uh my power bill even in the like worst like like now like with all the air conditioning units on all day and all this kind of stuff like that at most i'm spending 45 us dollars a month on my power nothing on water because i got my own water and uh i spend a little bit on my gas to like heat my food and other than that that's my utility bill like my, oh, and, and my shitty internet. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, yeah, that's the, the crazy thing, right? Is so I pay, I have like flat billing on my electricity where I pay a hundred dollars a month. And then at the end of the year, I, I like make up whatever the difference is. And usually the difference is under, which makes the next month cost that much less. Like a rebate. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just a way to like, make your bills kind of normalize. And so in the summer, the summer it'll be high because I'm running AC. So it'll be like $120 a a month. And then, but the winter it'll drop down to like $70, $80, which is a lot more than you. Right. But I'm in. Well, it's funny because like when I lived in Asuncion, um, we had a much higher power bill, but for whatever reason, and we had a much higher water bill, but we found out that there was like a leak on the property. And so we were mm-hmm. paying a lot more for that. And then we got a rebate afterwards, but like, it was this like long rigmarole, but like here, 
like, yeah, all I pay for is my power. Now, like my power is not like the most reliable thing in the world, but like we, I'm I'm just, I'm not, I'm not worried about water. There are parts of Paraguay that like, you know, get drier. And it's funny because like a lot of my clients, a lot of my clients are mining companies, right? Like a lot of my, you know, day job clients are mining companies and a lot of those are in the third world. So they're in places like Guatemala or Chile or, um, uh, or, or, or places like that, like, like down here. And, and, and the thing is, is like, you know, like, um, in our household, uh, we have, we have certain companies that we kind of frown upon and try to like avoid as much as possible. Those would be like Disney. Uh, those would be like, um, Nestle. Nestle is one that I don't like. I don't like Nestle. I try to stay away from Nestle as possible, as much as possible. And the thing is, is like Nestle is one of those ones that will go into a place and will take a property like what I've got, buy it, and just suck up all the water and then bottle it and sell it. And so like the thing is, is like water. And can I, can I add to that by saying, sure. It's not just that they'll suck the water out, that then they'll convince you that like your water is somehow bad and you need to buy their water. Exactly. And that's why they're a shitbox company. Well, that, like, so part of the reason why I sent you the video of like my water is like to like somebody who's never seen like how the sausage is made, right? <laughs> like, like they'll look at it and they'll be like, oh, it's kind of like a weird, kind of like dirty, like it's got like, you know, it's not like I'm like doing it out of like a crystal bowl or anything like that like it's like it comes out of the ground and a little bit of the like dust or whatever the sand at the bottom of my thing kind of kicks up a bit and like all for most like we've tested it it's healthy it's totally fine it's better than most water to be honest with you and like it tastes great and like i try to like you know like i try to not have to buy bottled water if i don't have to because i don't have to i i bought a house on a property that has a lot of water. But yeah, the like, only reason I buy a lot of bottled water when I'm like driving, you know, but that's so that totally I have a sense. thing to hold water in. It's totally not because I'm sense. addicted to yeah. clean tasting water. Well, and the other thing is, is like going back to propaganda. It's like, they've done this thing to you where like, you're like afraid of tap water, but like you yes. talk to most people and like tap water is mostly fine unless they're like fluoridating the shit out of it. Going back to my problem, fluoride in the water is not a good thing, and they've already proven that. But the thing yeah. is, is that like it's it's weird to me. Is like so when I when I moved back t- from Paraguay the first time, we moved back to uh, Vancouver. Vancouver is like hard left, like super duper left. So I like I'm kind of like you to a degree because I used to live in lefty cities or lefty places with no problem until I, I I don't know, until I had kids and then it just like, it started to hit me, but like we moved back to Vancouver and my wife and I had this like pact, which was like, whoever gets hired first, the other person stays home and is the stay at home parent until, until our second child is born. So we got back I had a meeting with a, a client from before. He was like, I got work for you. I'm going to start it in two months. And my wife went and, work, went and met with her 
former you know, colleague for work and the work and the lady at the end goes, I bet you didn't realize that this was a job interview and you got the job. So my wife ended up taking the job and I ended up being the stay at home dad for a little while. And it was like a shock to the system. I wasn't ready for it. So one of the things that I would do to keep my son busy would be to take him to the uh, TELUS uh, world of science, uh, science world. And forget it. And when you brought up about this, I, uh, it hit me because I was like, I'll never forget this. We went on the train because we were near the train station. We went on the train and we went down to like near the water where this globe baller <laughs> building was um, uh, where, where we could go in and it was a science world. And we went in and the first thing we did is we take a right turn. We, we, we pay our admission. We come into the right and there was like this whole area. I didn't know it was what it was, but it was this whole conservationist area. And the very first thing you did is like, have you been to like uh like carnival and they have those like games where you like, aim a, a, a water gun at like a target yeah. and like you're racing against everybody you're else. Like making you, the thing go up or yeah, you're yeah. the balloon or whatever. Yeah. So there was, um, there was one of those, like it was kind of like one of those, but like you could come up and you could use this gun and shoot these targets that came up on the screen. And so you're shooting the targets, shooting the targets, shooting the targets. And after you're done, it tells you how much water you just wasted. I was like, what? Like, like it's like you, you just wasted this much. This much they was needed to make. Yeah. It's like you just wasted this much water. And I'm like, my clothes, my clothes were still soaking wet, soaking wet for coming in from the outside and from the rain. I'm mean, with my son. We're doing this thing. I'm like waiting for it to like give me a prize oh, or something. And he's telling me how much water I just wasted. I'm like, then why'd you make me waste the water, asshole? And yeah, like, you put the gun in my hand, <laughs> literally speaking. And I'm like, <laughs> I live in Vancouver. The place is like 98% rain every freaking day. And like, Holy shit. And like, like, we live on the water. It's raining all the time. I just came in from the rain. We got hydropower. What the? What are you telling? What are you talking about? Why are you telling me this? Why? What is? What is this? And I remember because we had bought a pass for the stupid science world. And I, after that day, I wouldn't let me and my son go into that room where this stupid conservationist area stuff was because it's stupid. Because it's stupid. Yeah. It's just stupid. Like water. <laughs> water is not leaving the atmosphere. Okay, it's not. It's not leaving the atmosphere. It's a zero sum game. And like yeah, even if I, if I drink it or if my cow drinks it, like I've seen this with like meat, like anti-meat cans with like oh, like meat takes this much water. Fuck you. It pisses. Have you seen a cow piss? It pisses all the time into the ground and it goes in the ground and it gets filtered by the ground and it comes up in my water off world works and like my ah it's it's annoying it's annoying it's such Greta Thunberg bullshit to like and I feel like it it ties into your your talk we were talking about NPCs and the cartridge in their brain right yeah like we all learned in the fourth or fifth grade about the water cycle where 
you know, the water rains, we gather it, it goes in the ground, it filters through, it evaporates, it becomes rain again. Like all that water cycles, we learn that. And then people still think, oh, I need to not run. Like Cascade has ads that are like, oh, run the dishwasher instead of doing the dishes by hand because it somehow saves more water. Like I'm sure it saves more water versus me like washing all of my dishes by hand and sitting there and rinsing every single one of them. But if I just have like a pan or a pot or one, or that big thing that won't fit okay. in the dishwasher Dude, you're easily. you're a bachelor. Fucking wash it in the fucking sink. Nobody cares. Like, oh, I run the dishwasher. No I run the dishwasher because I'm lazy. Like that's really what it comes down to. It has nothing to do with water conservation. It's just like, right. well, I can put all these dishes in this thing and then turn this knob and then, I, then like, they're all cleaned a couple hours later. <laughs> Sign me up. Day. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. They hate you. They yes. hate that you're alive. They hate yes. that you might have a kid someday. They hate you in general. They hate you. They want you dead. They wish you would take the vaccine because then like, you know, in five years, you'll be dead. And, and so the thing is, is like they want, it goes back to real big fish. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. You can't have meat because it eats it because of methane and it, it uses too much like too much like water. Fuck you. Well, yes, Fuck you. because like most of the time it takes water like, now too. it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. They just want you dead. That's all they care yeah. about. This is me and my tin foil hat. They just, all they want you is dead. They just want you dead. That's all I got. Everything sucks to them. Every time they talk about human beings, we all, we suck at everything. We, we, we are the worst things that ever happened to the planet. We're a cancer. We, they hate us. Um, we eat too much food. We use too much resources. We put off too many emissions. We make too many kids. Like it's like everything is, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's the same bullshit lie. It's a bullshit lie because the thing is that this world is amazing. It can handle you. It has all types of resources. Now going back to conservation, what I also, so I used to like have to raise money for like the world wildlife fund. And I used to hate it. I used to fucking hate it because the thing is like all it was is propaganda. I hate those like, kinds of charities because climate you know, change shit. And it's like, they go, they're not doing anything. They're yeah, they, it's like we're gonna it. save. We're gonna say you send me ten dollars. We're gonna save a panda. But it's like you send me ten dollars, and our CEOs and all of our staff get yeah. six dollars. You send me ten dollars, and nine dollars and ninety-seven cents of that is going to go towards printing off brochures to make you feel guilty about being alive. Yes, and that's really what it comes down to. And so the thing is, is that like, like I. So there are there are real environmental things that I do care about. I do. There are absolutely, there are water conservationist things that we should maybe be talking about. Right. Well, like, I'd like to specifically talk because 60% of all water usage, and this is a stat that was featured in the biggest problem of the universe episode 22, many years ago, many years ago, uh, they brought yes. in Dick brought in Dick brought in drought Dick bags. And then this was kind of a spinoff of that same issue. Oh, is this like the uh, not flushing and the like almonds and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. They, yeah. Like and people were pissed off at his man for doing dishes and 60% of water is used for agriculture. Like the, yeah. the little bit of water you use in your house is nothing. It's literally, yeah. it's, it's, it's com so completely insignificant. You could go in your house and turn on 
like so in my house I have I have a tap at the sink in the bathroom I have a tap at the sink in the kitchen I have a mm-hmm. tap here in the basement that I could just run full time I have mm-hmm. two taps out on the side of the house I could just open those fucking up and just let them pour out into the street <laughs> and it would the the amount of water that I waste would be Nothing. negligible Nothing. compared to what they're using for industry for manufacturing yeah. and yeah. and even industry is is eclipsed by agriculture and if you it's live totally. in an area with high agriculture that's where the fucking water's going in in western oklahoma there's the ogala aquifer it's like okay. the yeah. panhandle of texas and like the western part of oklahoma and part of new mexico mm. and it's it's kind of up there probably with your uh, aquifer there in Paraguay Probably. as far as like size in, in the world. Yeah. And there's like all this like, Oh my God, we're going to deplete the aquifer and you need to not have, you know, be re- doing running water and, and not flush your piss. <sighs> it's because they're trying to take that area of the panhandle of Texas, the Western part of Oklahoma, New Mexico, where we are like very, very much on the edge of desert. It's very, very hard to grow shit when you're in the fucking desert. And there, and the way you the only way you can make that up is by Irrigation. pumping thousands yeah. and thousands of gallons a day into yeah. making that shit live. And we need it, yes, because if you kill the the farms that are in that area, you will kill thousands, if not millions, of Americans. Well, like, see, like, so for example, I used to live in the Pacific Northwest, right, and like. Um, one thing that used to bug me was like, again, we got like rained on all the time, but the thing is, is like, so the water shelf or the, the, the water conservation that they had to deal with was like, um, so when, so when you get rained on, on your house, mm-hmm. um, you know, normally if your house wasn't there, it would just get soaked into the ground. Mm-hmm. Right. But if your house is there, then it hits the roof and it goes into your gutters and then it goes into, into the system. And if you put a bunch of like roads to your house and like other roads, like you're covering up places on the surface that like would have like absorbed the water. But, you know, like the, the thing that is bugging me about this is like, there's this like weird thing. So for example, like while you have the government saying, Oh, you got to like conserve water in this regard or that regard. Like you, like, it's like, it's like this fucked up, like weird thing where like in some places you can't collect rainwater and like, I get it. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. That's also mind blowing. Yeah. It's, it's like, and, and so like water rights, are a big deal. Um, it was a big part of like why I bought this particular property. So it's also, you, that's like the major focal point of the James Bond film, Quantum of Solace, which people think are a bad movie. I haven't they're, seen it. They're correct. Yeah. Oh, it's not okay. good. It's <laughs> the Daniel Craig movies, unwatchable. All of them. I, I've only seen Casino Royale and the, and the nuts scenes. I was like, I couldn't watch yeah. anymore. Um, no, in my property, uh, we have 150 orange trees, right? And my oranges are oh, the greatest oranges, the greatest oranges life. So many of them, I got to give them away. 
And the thing is, oranges. what's that? Sorry? I'll take some fucking oranges. I love an dude, old fashioned. Dude, you come down here and we'll do a live broadcast from here. If you make that time work, I'll, I'll, yeah, you, I just gotta get a, a place to stay. What's that? Sorry. I just need a passport. Oh, you don't have a U.S. passport. Get a passport and we'll, we'll make it happen. We will. But the thing is, is, um, my oranges are fantastic. They're juicy. They're amazing. And the reason why is because I got like a crazy amount of water underneath my property. Now, if some asshole, I, 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 there's no real way to be upstream from me. I'm like kind of at the top of like my little, I wouldn't call it a mountain, but like a really tall hill. The Chaco region. I'm not in the Chaco region. I would never live in the Chaco region. I'm in the Cordillera. Um, New, but, uh, Nuevo Chaco region. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so the thing is, is that like, uh, I'll, like, this is why I can have the fish farm. This is why I can have uh, all this, this fruit growing. And like, I still, I'm setting up piping so that I can irrigate my pasture so that I can have even better grass and I can have even better uh, trees because like I have the ability to do that. I might as well do that. But the thing is, is that like, I'm not worried about the water. I'm not because like, it's going to go into the ground and it's going to go back into the aquifer. Yeah. Back into the system. It's ridiculous. But the thing is, is like they, the key thing is they hate us. They really hate us. Yeah. They really, they hate us in every way. They hate us for who we are. They hate us that we exist. They hate us. Uh, they especially hate people that didn't buy into the, like the, the jab, you know, like, and, and like, again, like I, I, I get it. I get it. So for example, there's a law here where I can't, um, I can't just up and like chop down all my forest. Like half of my property is forest, but I can only take out maybe like 25, 30% of the trees. But I get it. I, I bought it. I knew what it, my plan is to like slowly but surely replace all the like useless trees with like fruit with, trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like make a food forest, right? But the thing is, is like I, there's some conservationist stuff that makes sense. Water conservation does not. So anyway, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like against contra- conservation, right? Like I, I do. I love that St. Louis, for example. Like it has a lot of really beautiful green spaces and I love, you know, we have tower Grove park. That's kind of near me. There's, there's a botanical gardens. We have forest park. This is like great. It's, it's like two square miles of just mostly wilderness. Right. There's, there's also, you know, there's the zoo and there's the, the, but it's, it's a green space. And like, I pull up the map of St. Louis and I look at it and there's all these like green squares where they've really, made parks being an important thing. I love that. I think it's great. I like that we have like wilderness protection zones where you go like, we're just going to allow nature to do its thing. But when Mm -hmm. it comes to like you changing your lifestyle to save water, it's so disingenuous and it's just a way it's, it's a method of control. It's like, there's a news story right now where um, they want to ban gas stoves because gas mm. stoves could emit I've seen this. Yeah, deadly yeah, yeah. gas and <laughs> gas stoves are primarily in um, poor neighborhoods and, and that kind it's of bullshit. stuff. Like, bullshit. And I have a gas stove. I have a gas stove. I love I gas fucking stoves. Lo- I fucking love yeah. it. They're the best. It, it cooks Only better. so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It cooks better. Um, I have a gas hot water heater. Um, when Tim and I were in high school, there was this big ice storm that hit Tulsa. 
And it shut Tulsa down for the better part of two weeks. Like nothing was open. It was, we were dead. Scary. And yeah. 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 The, the problem was that the electric company had not prioritized clearing lines for the, the four years prior to the ice storm. And so all the lines went down and, and, but, the house that I lived in, we had we had a gas stove and we mm-hmm. had a gas hot water heater. So we were able to take showers every day. And we were able to boil water on the range, which kept the humidity up in the house, which made the house not feel as cold as it really was. That's and a we huge were running a, a fire, you know, 24 hours a day. And yeah. like we really we were very, very fortunate when that happened. In because we had what we had, and I just see these kind of regulations. Where they're like, well, you shouldn't have yeah. a gas stove, it's and I eventually come. see, uh, yeah, I see a day where they're like, oh, tab, you use too much water because your toilet. Like, I have this weird leak in my toilet where sometimes if I flush it, and I, it will just start to run about forty five minutes later, <laughs> which is the worst time. I talked about this on WATP the last time that I was on. And I, I didn't mention like the full details and people were like, oh, you don't flush when you piss. Like I will go pee in the middle of the night and I won't flush the toilet. And not because I want to conserve water, because sometimes if I flush the toilet, it'll start about running. 45 minutes later, it starts running and it wakes me up and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, I gotta go fucking <laughs> jiggle the handle now. And I, my, my, I, have it. I, I use a heating, I use a heated blanket. So like yeah. my bed is very nice and toasty and the rest of the house is not, I gotta get up and like wander over there and be like, jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Are you gonna? Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? done? All right, back into bed. Like I don't want to fucking do that. So it's like three in the morning. I gotta take a piss. I'll just piss and like leave it until the next morning. When if it starts to run, like I'm at work. I don't give a fuck. In the world, if you let a piss, Uh, yeah, you gotta get rid of. But like a a piss, you gotta get. But like yeah, like for us, um, we had a uh, we had an engineer come by. He was telling us like when we finally get pigs, because we're gonna get pigs at some point yeah. in time. You can actually so you can set hide up the bodies. A, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> you can set up a system with the pigs where like they like ha- like shit in their pen, and then like uh, you can collect the gas. And then use it as like a heating source. Uh, That's like kind of cool. Like pie. Yeah, I think it's the greatest. I want that. And so, like, we're gonna try to get that going at some point in time for sure. Uh, but like at the same time, like I've got like the forest, and I can. So we bought when we bought our house, we we, you know, put in the gas stove. But like in our Kincho, the the outdoor, um, kitchen patio place, uh, I've got a old wood fire stove. And, you know, like it's, it's a backup for when, you know, when shit hits the fan, which it will, cause it will, yeah. like it's gonna, no. like, uh, like uh, it's gonna, it, it, there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. I mean, this isn't a conspiracy theory. It's just, it's going to happen. And, uh, you know, uh, like, currently it's a conspiracy theory. Five <laughs> years. It'll be totally not true. even like I'm, I'm guessing 2024, uh, I, you know, like, you know, but like, uh, I, I'm is, saying 2027 because I think they'll get through another presidential election before they go like, oh, maybe, no, wait, yeah, maybe wait, they're no, gonna get they're gonna get sorry. Kamala in there, so she's gonna get like set a record for like longest uh, like presidential term. Uh, she's not. I'm not actually predicting that, but um, the the thing that I'm 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 saying is is like it's fun. Everything you do, everything you consume, there's gonna be some 
quote unquote expert somewhere that's going to like tell you why you suck and you suck for using that thing. And like it, at a certain point, you're just like, you, you just tune out, you, you, you know, because I can, I can instead just picture that apple spinning around in my brain like, cause I yeah. want to, and just like, I can like tune you out and be like, yeah, you're a fucking liar and you're always going to lie to me and you hate me and everything you do is a lie and everything you do, like you get caught like red handed with things and nothing ever happens to you. So it's like, well, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not, I'm just not going to listen to you. There's no point. And like, you're going to shut off my, my bank account and you're going to shut off my, you know, like my ability to like travel and all this kind of stuff. Like, fuck you. I don't care. Like, I'm just like, I'm just going to keep growing my food and I'm going to have my water and you're going to like, you're going to have to literally play God to shut the water off at my property at this point. Yeah. And, and mm. like, I'll be able to keep growing food and who cares. But like the water conservation thing is just one more thing that they're going to just make you feel guilty for being alive for. And that's, it's yeah. just like another thing that sucks. That's all it is. Yeah. I want to, I want to touch on one last thing and then I'll wrap sure. this up. And I just want to say that, you know, you're talking about, we're going to use our pigs. We're going to harvest the gas. We have our own free water. You know, there is, there's a level of recycling. There's a, there's a level of, you know, kind of keeping things in the system that is beneficial to you by the free market. Like mm -hmm. it benefits you to say, what if I, I, if we have pigs that we can eat, that we mm -hmm. can raise, that they could, they, they, pigs can dispose of things. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a level of recycling that, that doesn't exist for someone that lives in like the, the 70th largest city in the United States. Mm -hmm. And, but, you know, if we can harvest that and make our, make our heat, like there's a, a legitimate level of recycling that happens, you know, composting things like, I save my cardboard and I don't save my cardboard because like I love the environment. I want to recycle cardboard. I save my cardboard because I like to make fires in my backyard. And mm -hmm. one of the best ways to make a good fire oh, is with a pizza box. Great. Yeah. Pizza box, like it's got with grease, it's grease. got cardboard. Oh yeah, yeah. Boom, that fucker goes up like, it's, it's great. <laughs> so I, I'll shred up cardboard. I'll pile it in my little fire pit. I'll pile all my kindling. I'll pile, you know, paper and logs. And then I'll get that fire going and I am, that's, Great night, ready to go. It's not because I love uh, paper. It's just that, like, it's convenient to me. And yeah. recycling is not convenient. Reci uh, you know, this water conservation is not convenient. If you make it more convenient, if you make it beneficial to me, if there's, like, by the fact that when I had a, when I had a water meter, I did not run my faucet when I was brushing my teeth because – that is three gallons that I have to pay for at the end That's of the month. That's how they got you. Yeah. Yeah. But now my water bill doesn't matter at all. Like in the past, if I had this weird toilet flowing issue, you know, mm -hmm. oh, when that sucker starts, that's water being lost. I would have called the landlord because I'm currently renting. And I always said like, hey, can you fix this toilet? It's broken. But now I don't give a fuck. I just don't flush the toilet in the middle of the night. And then, you know, during the day I'll jiggle the handle when it starts doing this fucking thing. You need to make it worth, worth my time. Well, to like fix the our, problem in our house, like I'll run the faucet for a while before I throw my toothbrush under it. Why? I don't know. Cause like, I want the fresh water. <laughs> 
I want the fresh water from you know, like what I showed you. I don't, I don't want it the one that's been kicking around sitting in my like pipes. I like no yeah. no no. I'm gonna like I, I'll I'll throw the water on, then go take a shit, then come back, and then brush my teeth afterwards. Like that's that's the way to that's that's the way to be a water king, right that there. Is. It's like you yeah. know like I've got the free water. I might as well do it. And like I yeah, it's it's such a weird concept, but like it's it's a part of the bigger picture it's just another part of the bigger picture right like it's like yeah we don't want you having combustion vehicles any combustion engines anymore we don't want you uh using uh too much electricity we don't want you using water we don't want you eating meat we don't want you like it's just like you just fuck off like i'm i'm gonna yeah. exist and like you're you're, you're gonna have to come and kill me you gotta <laughs> like, I'm not going to like, yeah, yeah. you just have to gonna have come and kill me. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like buy into your bullshit. I don't, I don't buy into your bullshit. You're never going to swing me on it. It's never going to work. It's just, it's never going to work. I'm you, too you, you literally will have to send the drone to my home. Just ask the, my Paraguay neighbors where the Canadian lives and they'll tell you. <laughs> and that's how you're get me. <laughs> yeah. The electricity one, like uh, my, I was I was checking my electricity bill the other day and it was like, oh, you used X amount of dollars for this and X amount of dollars for this. And was, there was a little button that was like, how do we know this? And like, I fucking know how you know this. Like, you've got algorithms and al- algorithms and shit, mm-hmm. you motherfuckers. So, yeah, they want to rule everything. That's really what it comes down to. They just want uh, to Class Shop wants to uh, rape you and your wife and your kids. So, I saw this thing. Uh, so you know the whole like infamous like you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, and yes. the best the best uh, response to that was I'm going to own everything and I'm going to be angry. <laughs> so there's nothing you can do about it. Fuck you. I'm going to own all my shit and come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Joel's that's in a better it. position than I am. Like I live in an American city, so yeah. you know if you live in an American city and even like I've paid off my home. Try not paying your property taxes for a year. See what happens. Oh, See yeah. who owns that home. Yep. When, yep. Yeah. So. And like, and, and, and like, I, I'm throwing it out there. I shouldn't be doing this, but like, you know, guys, like if there, anybody who's listening to this and is thinking about it, like, I don't know, do your research. It's available. Quit being a pussy. Like, you, you know, if you can make some money online, go do it. Right. Like, you know, like, yeah. go do if it. you have like, a job that. Go figure it out. Go figure it out. Like, like I did it. I'm, I'm, I did it. Like, uh, I learned how to write something that nobody else wanted to write. And, uh, it's I, just slurs. I, all he writes is slurs. Every day. <laughs> all I do is just like I, my, my N is just burnt out <laughs> and a hard R anyways. Uh, yeah, no, like the point is, is like, I just please like, I don't know. Give it some thought. If you like, go figure it out. Like, fuck man. There's so many ways to make money online. It doesn't, you don't need to do it through a Patreon. You don't need to do it through a podcast. Like just figure it out. And if you can do it, and it doesn't need to be Paraguay. Just go find a place that you can get land that you can go and set your stuff up on. Because the thing is, if you go back in time and you figure out like where people were before the industrial revolution, because like at a certain point in time, there'd be a guy in your neighborhood who was really good at making chairs. And there was a guy in your neighborhood who was really good at like, you know, like making like a harness for your oxen. 
And like you, you all got together on those things. You knew everybody and you knew how it worked and you all worked on your own soil. Cause like you grew most of your own food and that's awesome. I don't even know why these like lefty green, green people are like against people like me. I'm like on your team. I'm like growing my You're own You're the greatest food. of all of us. I'm like, the, you should be like, like happy with me, but you're not, you hate my guts. But the thing is, is that like, weren't you like, talking about putting in solar? Yeah, man. I'll put yeah, in solar eventually. Joel is the, uh, you're too woke. You're canceled from the show. Get him off the show. <laughs> I'll, put in solar. I'll put in solar so that my power doesn't go out every time I try to talk to you. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, That's it's, the free fucking market, Joel. That's the free market. Yeah, but like yeah. I live in St. Louis. You can't just put solar. I can't just like fucking put solar panels on the side of my house. No. I got to go get a permit and explain. Exactly. Oh, uh, and then Amron has to be like, well, I don't know if that guy should have solar panels on his house. <laughs> like it's such bullshit. It's, it's all such bullshit. It's just like fucking companies trying to guilt you into <laughs> not brushing your teeth or showering only 37 times a year. It's, like you've got some fucking you. micro biome clean yourself i haven't showered yet today and i feel gross as fuck like because you're an only fan star anyways (laughs) here's the real reason it's because i bought new sheets brand new sheets like i buy new sheets like a couple times a year so that i'm like always rotating out old shitty sheets yeah yeah and so the new sheets arrived today i did laundry today like today was just laundry day and then yeah. tonight when I, I go to bed, I'm putting clean sheets on the bed. And Buck and I talked about this a long time ago. One of the greatest feelings in the world is like taking a shower, being totally clean and getting into a clean bed. Ooh, oh, yeah. man. Boy. Sleep oh, like dude. a baby. So I told you I'm writing an, I, I told you I'm writing a novel again. Mm-hmm. Like I, I told you that. But like in back in the day, I wrote uh, a bunch of like um, – uh, pilots for like screen for, for television shows. And yeah. I had a, I had a, a character, this is back before like pot was like legal everywhere, but I had this like character that was like, you know, like a, like a pot dealer. And he, he, he was like low level luxury, like, like, cause everything was like cash. You know, it's not like he could like put his money in the bank or anything like that. Uh-huh. It was like all like low level luxury. And like one of the things I had was he always had brand new sheets and he had brand new underwear and he had brand new socks, right? Yes. Like that was his like way of flexing his like, his like cash economy was if to like, I'm, if ahead. I'm ever rich, like if I ever hit the lottery, right? Yes. The way, the yeah. way you know is that I will literally never wear anything other than a brand new pair of socks. Oh dude, the best, the best, the best yeah. feeling. The best I dated feeling. a girl, the girl I did in, in college, she didn't understand it. She washed everything. Everything that came in the house. It got washed right away. And uh, she once washed an entire brand new package of socks. And I was like, hey, where did that package of socks I bought went? She's like, oh, I threw it in the washing machine. I was like, no, no. <laughs> and socks then you like virgins. Socks <laughs> like virgins. You can't fucking wash the socks, right? You got to wear the socks brand new. And then you put them in the washing machine. What the fuck is the matter with you? She's like, well, you got to wear You got to wash new clothes. You don't know who tried them on. Like, I know no one tried on the fucking socks. They come in a sealed plastic bag. God, you're killing me. You're killing me. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, tab. We're at the two hour and 43 minute mark. Sage is going to kick my fucking ass for Fuck like Sage. so <laughs> He can blow me. There's there's also that period where I was peeing and grabbing my gun. So anyway, this there has been go. Here's there What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Joel Chaco. El Chaco. <laughs>
catch you guys next Blow week. My own spot. <laughs> ciao, ciao. <laughs> If you want to call into the Here's Like It Hauling, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord uh, under voicemail upload. We have some over there. But I have one here from Uncle Buck. This is a mini issue that he sent along. Hey, guys. It's Uncle Buck. I've got a breaking issue that I was going to try and make time to bring on the show this week. Maybe pop in for just a minute, carpet bomb this issue, and then skate out. But unfortunately, my schedule is just not going to let it happen. So I'm going to send you this recording instead. So here's what I don't get. That googly-eyed doorknob that worked at the police station... If you haven't seen this chick's face, I envy you because she's ubiquitous. She's everywhere. Do you know what he's talking about, Joel? Yeah. Yes, I do. Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I didn't know. I didn't know if yeah, this the, was like. She, was it Memphis? Was it Memphis, Tennessee? I think it was, it was like. It was, yeah, it was Tennessee. I feel like Tennessee is the correct, correct one. Okay. So for, so for the people who are listening, just because I get it, but maybe you like she she basically plowed every guy at the station. Yes, yeah, I think she had like five. She got railed by more five now. guys or more uh, at her station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay, back to Buck. Where this chick worked at a police department, and she got caught shagging five of her male coworkers, and they all got caught. They all got fired. Her cuck of a husband. I feel like an asshole because we should have just let Buck do his thing instead of being like, oh, by the uh, way, everyone, Buck's yeah, a retard yeah. and doesn't know how to fill <laughs> you in on things. Uh, <laughs> Take it away, Buck. Uh, decided to stay with her. And I know these things because I can't get away from the social media posts. Every third post as I scroll is this woman's ugly, unfortunate face. I even told Ed Buck while I was scrolling Facebook, I was like, hey, by the way, if you see this chick's face on my phone, it's not because I'm looking at her picture and going back to it. It's because I can't get away from her. I even tried switching to other social media platforms, hoping that maybe, maybe I would escape the memes and the, the articles and everything about this woman, and it's just not happening. And it's, it's, it's absurd. It's been three or four days at this point. Shut up about this fugly, googly-eyed bitch. But that's not how the internet works. Oversaturation no. of memes is such an issue. I, I just, I don't even know what to say about it. Hopefully you guys have something to say. Yeah, well, no. Th- go ahead. Uh, so, I hear you, Buck, because... Um, that face showed up on my phone. And like a lot of times I will show memes to my wife and like, like memes like that are not fun to explain. It's like, Hey, why are you chuckling at your phone? And it's like, well, like they're comparing this chick who plowed a bunch of guys at like a police department that she worked at. Uh, They're comparing her with the, the really ugly chick that like was with SBF at the, you know, whatever that, uh, that crypto, uh, that big crypto, what was the name? Oh, of XPF X SBF is the name of the, yeah. So his girl, like that also plowed everybody there. And so like, there was like a meme where it was like a a guy at like a road and it was a crossroads. Like you'd either go to the chick from the police department or you could go to the SBF. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. 
Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, it, like sometimes I hear you, Buck, cause the thing is, is like, there'll be a meme that's just in my opinion, not quite good enough to be like viral. And that one was one of those ones. It felt like forced. And it was one of those ones that hit over a weekend. And, um, and in the case of this one, like when something like that comes up, my first instinct is to go, what, what am I not, what am I supposed to be not paying attention to? But unfortunately nothing was going on. It was just like a dead weekend. And that, that one seemed to be the, (laughs) seemed to be the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the thing that took off anyway. So, um, that's my take on it. Buck, who is listening right now? What was your take on that one tab? Uh, I, I, so I had to download Snapchat this week, which was personally devastating. Um, as a 31 year old person that doesn't believe in bullshit, <clears throat> but I had, I had You're to only 31. I'm only 31, uh, for now. Okay. <laughs> I, I I downloaded Snapchat because I've taken so I'm taking this glass blowing class and it's, it's not just glass blowing it's like glass blowing and also other like it's glass as a medium basically because that was what was available. Okay. And um, it's glass blowing so like, and guy blowing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, it's both of those things. Uh, and yeah. you know what? There's this the second one I'm very very good at. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know how that I know how that equipment works. Uh, <laughs> So, so, uh, we, it was like, we need a way to like group chat everyone instantaneously contact people and Snapchat has worked in the past. So everybody gets Snapchat and I was just like, I'd rather be dead. Uh, So of course I, I create Snapchat. Now I have like people from high school being like, Hey, how's it going? What's your life like? Like, please leave me alone. I, we haven't (laughs) talked, we haven't talked for 10 plus years. Why don't we stick to it? One fucking guy, like I fell into a conversation. I was like, Ugh. he's like, well, now I have three friends in St. Louis. Maybe I should head out there. No, stay please out of don't. my fucking city, please. I don't know you. <laughs> we knew each other hate 10 years ago. You yeah. You're nobody. You are nobody to me. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Here's some real voicemails. Uh, this is a long one. <laughs> oh, shit. Here's what I don't get. Corporations taking stuff away from people so they can't do their jobs. Now, I worked at a pizza place, and um, previously, the uh, general manager, which is me, had the ability to go online and set things like whether or not we could take out, uh, deliveries online, you know, so, stuff like that, and take off toppings if run out of bacon or beef or what have you. Or, run out of Dr. Pepper or something like that. That way people aren't putting this or something expecting and can't get. Well, recently, uh, in the last couple of months, they slowly phased that out. So now, if I want to turn something off online, can't take deliveries that day. Delivery drivers quit and don't show up or sick or what have you. Um, I have to place a phone call to this person. I'm going to have to place separate phone call to another person who then has to get online and submit a request to have something turned off. Which then, the request will be processed and either you know, prove that it's highly unlikely that they would deny a request like that. Still, it has to go through, now what I could go through on my phone 
pull it up, log in, look, no deliveries today, right now, until I get drive, whatever. It takes, like, literally 15 to 20 minutes to get there. And it's just kind of infuriating. Meanwhile, we'll be getting stuff, orders for stuff that we can't, can't fulfill because we don't have it, deliveries that I can't deliver because I don't take it. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and cut that voicemail off. I got by your body language. You can't hear what he's saying. Well, I'm, I'm trying. I, I'm, I'm doing my best because out of respect for the caller, because I really appreciate when people like drop a message on, but I'm not like, I'm, I was doing my best to like, I don't know, smush this into my ears to try yeah, to like hear was, it better. Yeah. I was trying to turn it up. I guess his, his like wireless signal was so bad, but. Now, it was, did that it come was, in through? Did that come in through like Gmail? Like, yeah, you, it came in through the regular a, voicemail channel. Okay, so, so did it do a better job of like transcribing it? Can you like give me a rundown? Oh, of, like, oh you have was? never read one of the Gmail's transcriptions. Oh, I have, I have. I remember <laughs> setting that shit up. <laughs> they are dog shit, Joel. They yes, are the yes. worst of but the worst. But sometimes they're funnier. Uh, they are. They okay. are sometimes funnier. No, but you played it on the show, like. So you must have heard it or something beforehand. No, no, I I, I do all the voicemails cold. Uh, I <laughs> it seems to me, based on what I was able to hear, was that um, his he works for a pizza place. They have like an online ordering thing. They've taken away his ability to change what his specific venue is able to provide, and now he's dealing with a lot of complaints based on that because everything has to be corporatized, right? There's no, yeah. it's not like. Oh, here's your local St. Louis Pizza Hut. It's like here's your like nationwide Pizza Hut. We all offer the same right. thing, and then I get some fucking dipshit call. It's like, oh, by the way, we're out of cheese, which yeah. has happened to me. I don't think it happened to me here. I think it happened to me when I live still live in Tulsa. But I got a call once from Pizza Hut where they were like, oh yeah, uh, we're actually out of regular crust. Do you have like what do you mean you're out? Of, don't you make the crust there? But I didn't ask any questions. I just canceled. My As someone who worked at Pizza Hut, it was like my second job ever. Uh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> that happens because the thing is like the way that they like set up the dough at the beginning of the day, mm-hmm. like there's like a, a separate shift for like somebody who like makes a bunch of the dough during the day. And like, cause it's a pan pizza, right? So what they do is they like, there's a process. They actually have to like make the dough, set it up properly, put it into like these like pan. It has to like, sit in like the fridge for like a certain amount of time for it to like mm-hmm. leaven and all that kind of stuff. So I, I mean like with pizza, Hut, that makes sense. Uh, you know, like that they would, they would run out of dough cause it just might've been a bowl on or something like that. I don't know. But like um, that happens. Uh, we run out of shit all the time. And uh, but so, so this guy was like more talking about like the corporatocracy of it, like, like the, the centralization of it. Like I, I can understand why that would be a pain in the ass uh, because you know, from a local standpoint, you'd want to, I don't know, man, I, I long for the era where like it isn't calls or those kind of things. Like I remember when I, I remember when I like ordered from like DoorDash for the first time and like Mm -hmm. the guy like picked up my, like the driver, the delivery guy, like accepted my thing and Mm like the restaurant like made my meal and then like it was ready and it just sat there, but there was like no way to like get it because this driver asshole 
like, I don't know, he like broke up with his girlfriend or something. Like he just didn't go. He just didn't go get it. And there was like no way to like intercede and like be like, hey, fuck off him. Like get another guy in there. There was nothing I could do. And then like, so like I, I had to call DoorDash like at their head office in like San Francisco. Is this in Canada still? What? Is this in Canada? Were you in Canada? This was when I was in Canada. Yeah, this was yeah. in Canada. Down here, we've got Pedidos Ya, Monchi's, and Uber Eats. And I think Pedidos Ya is basically DoorDash. But like, it was my first time using DoorDash. And like, the, the, like I shit you not. Like, I called the restaurant. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like I'm looking at this thing. You've already made it. Like, where where's the driver? And like he, like he, you could see on the map and he just wasn't fucking going. He just like wasn't going. He was doing something else. I don't know. He was like doing Uber or something. Like he just didn't go. But like they couldn't release it to anyone else because their system. And like, I, I remember after that, that was the first and last time I ever used DoorDash because I was like, well, fuck you. You know, like this is, this is terrible. Why would I, yeah. why would I use this thing? If like, and then they, they had the audacity to send it to my house. I was like, this is like ice cold. Like it's ice cold. Like, like, what are you doing? Um, but like, uh, I, I really, uh, to the caller who called in, try again. Like, uh, please do. <laughs> like, I, I just couldn't hear it. I tried so hard. Shout, um, just shout into your phone, man. And I, you know, I, just, I get it. Like you're probably at work and you're like in the, you know, you're like trying to well, sneak it in. Just wait until you get off, hop in your car and just like fucking trust me. It's going to be cathartic. Yeah. Have at her. It's, Have it, at her. It is going to be cathartic, right? Bottle that shit up, finish the shift, get in your car and just be like, every fucking person I work with is an absolutely worthless piece of shit. And I wish I could kill him, but I can't because I got to get this fucking job so I can pay my rent on my bills. Ah! <laughs> and you just be like, you feel you will feel massively better by the time you get home that night. But I, I will say I this to the, to the caller who called in for this. Dude, as a guy who like listened to a lot of like podcasts and like wrote emails in, like and we're talking like podcasts back to the beginning of podcasts when podcasts first existed. I thank you for putting the effort in. And if you can, please do it again. I, I want to encourage that behavior. Please do. And I will, if, if it's me on the show, I will do my absolute best to listen to what you have to say because your voice matters and I really appreciate it. So I just wanted to throw that back at you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. You're right. <laughs> Here's one from Andy. Andy here. You know, I'm probably sorry for you guys with your whole stream elements uh, thing being so unmemorable. So I went ahead and helped you out. I made something a little more memorable. So get ready, get your pen and paper, get it right this down, okay? All right. To get to your stream elements, you go to tinyurl.com slash n. I G G E R P I C K L E. You're welcome. <laughs> I got to say that again. Because all I got was the first part. <laughs> That's all you needed. That's all you needed. Tony, we disavow. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so here's one from our from our original voicemailer. Here we go. This is what I don't get. Voicemails where you come across like a rambling jackass because you haven't had enough sleep. 
You know, right. I, I don't want you to take it personally now that we decided to bail about two thirds of the way through that voicemail. But uh, <laughs> no, I feel you. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Right. Like I've done those, you know. I've, I've, you know, I've been drunk beyond belief. So, and I've been tired beyond belief, more importantly. Uh, you know, we've, we've captured on the show, the weekends where there, there have been weekends when I was in Tulsa, where I worked 120 hours from like Thursday to Monday because I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, I pre it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing to send me something uh, on those things. <clears throat> and going back to the, like that last caller or two callers ago, <laughs> not the N word one. Um, <laughs> the like, uh, I, I can appreciate when you throw the effort in. Cause like uh, back in oh, 2004, I was like listening to a lot of like podcasts in 2004. And there was one called Keith and the girl. And it was like a comedian and his like birthday clown girlfriend. And I remember I wrote an email in to the show and they like, I put what I thought was a lot of effort into it. And then like they spun it weird and like shit all over it. And it was the worst feeling in the world. And I was like, well, I get why they're doing this, but at the same time, like they were really like cruel and mean. It took the worst potential, like, like interpretation of what I had to say. So, so when you're tired and you're giving this, I'm going to, I'm going to like in, in retrospect of like how I was treated on Keith and the girl, I'm going to say, thank you so much for sending that, that voicemail in when you're really tired and all that kind of stuff like that. Cause I totally, I, I, I've been there, I feel it and uh, it's better than nothing. So thank you very much for sending that into the show. Yeah. I feel like you'd be a good, uh, you'd be a good co-host on here on WATP. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Carl listens to an obscene number of podcasts. Like he, he listens to podcasts like you and me drink water. Because it's <laughs> well, I used to, I used to, but like oh. I, I had kids and then, uh, and then I stopped listening as much, but I, yeah, I, it, my, my, my podcast knowledge from like 2004 to like uh, 2003, 14 is great, but like, uh, okay. like outside of that, not so good. <laughs> well, everybody who listens to the show that, you know, I've done WATP. I love WATP. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, all of you guys that listen to WATP start messaging Carl and be like, Hey, we need Joel Chalk on the show. We need Joel Chalk on the show. We need Joel Chalk on the show. And, <laughs> and I will make that happen because all right, we you think it'll be a good one. Oh, I think it would be great. <laughs> I think it'd be great. So awesome. Hashtag do it. Joel. Uh, sorry. Hashtag Chaco on WATP. <laughs> I'm in. Start it. <laughs> Is that it for our voicemails today? That's all of our voicemails this week. Well, uh, thank you very much for uh having me on again. I always appreciate it. And I'm yeah, glad that yeah. the power stayed on. I'm the glad the time. power stayed on too. You know, it's the middle of <laughs> summer there and they have to run all their AC units. And so. this, this has gotten gradually worse throughout the whole thing. Like this sweat stain that's coming up here. <laughs> this, 
this is how much I love you all is, is I didn't have my air conditioning on the whole time. So, and yeah, the irony man. is that like, I'm wearing a sweater because it's fucking freezing. In this basement. <laughs> like, we could not be more opposite right now. Exactly. Uh, but at least we're both at least like a little half cut. So that, that yeah. works out good. <laughs> well, that's the episode. Everyone uh, leave us your voicemails, send us some comments. We'll catch you next time. God bless. Take care. Thank you very much. Ciao, ciao.